Talk about it with Fran Jez. Today we have two special guests. Snack Time's very own. Let's go. Nikki Smalls and Fran Volpe. Let's What's go. Going on, guys. Thank you for having us, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate, Appreciate that it. introduction. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks for, for being a guest on my show. Always, of course, always, brother. always. Gotta show love. Awesome. Awesome. So let's start off. How you guys doing today? Good. Brother, how you feeling? Me, amazing. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm <laughs> good. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I've been excited all week to do this. Good, good, good. Me too. Me too. Very excited for this one. So uh, let's start off with a little, intro- a little introduction of, of uh, how you guys met and what, what are you guys into? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so for those listening, those watching, my name is Francis Volpe, the co-founder of Forbes accredited uh, marketing agency, Why Not You Media. Shouting out my business partners, Tony and Michael and the team. But a little bit, I guess, about myself, and then we can talk about how we obviously met. Um, born and raised in uh, Mamaroneck, New York. My entire family's from Yonkers, though. So I like to say that I was like the, the stepchild of Yonkers because a lot of my childhood was there right on Cypress Street. Um, my family all went to Lincoln. Um, but, you know, grew up single mom, you know, watched her, you know, go through, you know, hell and high water to uh, get by. She was a teacher, and then, um, you know, I was blessed to be able to go to Fordham Prep in the Bronx for high school, went on to play college football, Division II football, and then, um, you know, tried the corporate world, did all that stuff. wasn't for me. Met up back with uh, Tony, who I went to high school with, and we, uh, and then he introduced me to Michael, our other business partner, and we ended up, you know, creating Why Not You Media together and we're going on five years and it's been an absolute blessing um but that's a little bit of my journey of how we got started and i guess nikki i'll let you kind of jump in here on your story thanks now yeah so i'm nikki smalls i'm from yonkers new york uh i'm 32 years young uh, my wife and i'm the owner of iconic lash lounge shout out to my uh my partner, my wife, Sandra. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just started a new business called Iconic Beauty Suites, and it all started about five years ago when we opened up our first business, and it's been um, a journey ever since. Uh, I went uh, to Saunders High School in Yonkers. I didn't make it through all the way, but it still worked out for me. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm just out here grinding just like all of us. Nice, nice. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Yeah, <laughs> you like it no, better without the stand. I'm, I'm comfortable. Like I'm seeing. Yeah, you can sit I'm back. MC. You don't worry about nothing. Relaxed. I'm relaxed. I don't gotta yeah, sit yeah, up. Yeah. I like this. My the audio's setup good. Is fire. I appreciate. That. Audio's good. Audio's great. Good, yeah. As we talk, I, I I balance the levels out. I, I do it all right here. I love it. Like you said, <laughs> he's like Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Fallon. I love it. I, love I appreciate it. that. That, but, that, that, that's, uh, that's a huge compliment. I grew up watching those guys. Yeah. No, yeah. I love their stuff. Especially yeah. Jimmy Fallon. The man's a character. He's <laughs> talented. He's underrated in how talented that man is. The strike is over, so he's back to work. Oh, the strike is over. I think they had the first episode last night. Him and um, his competition, the other Jimmy. Oh, yeah. uh, Kimmel. Uh, Kimmel. Yeah. I didn't know the strike was over. No, yeah. SAG didn't come to um, an agreement yet. But, Just the... Uh, uh, which guild them? The writers. Writers guild. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, SAG, yeah. the actors and stuff are still so, waiting. So yeah. it's like partially working right now. Not yeah. everybody's like back in yet, like the grips and the set Got you. And Got stuff you. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I know my whole family was local 817, you know, Teamster Union and Nikki's whole family's local also. 52, yeah. yeah, so it's both movie business. 
Um, but you did ask us how we met. Yeah. He wants to go into that. So, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so Nikki and I um, actually, do you want me to go like way back, Nikki? Like the first time we met? All right, so uh, Nikki actually connected with my business partner, Tony, on Instagram about what, three years ago, four years ago? Probably four. No, five. Five. Yeah, when we oh, first opened. Yeah, it was for, okay, yeah, about five years ago. And uh, our first meeting was at Doc James Cigar Lounge. I remember I was eating Chinese food. Continue. I'm going to just shut the AC off yeah, yeah, for yeah, audio yeah, purposes. And um, I remember I was eating Chinese food, met Nikki. We were just shooting the shit, talking about business, talking about brand. He was telling us about what he's got going on with his wife, Sandra. Um, Sandra. Sandra. <laughs> That's how I say her name, Sandra. I can't say it like without like some emphasis. <laughs> Sandra. Um, and, uh, they, um, and they were building an iconic at the time. And what they've accomplished. I think at the time, you guys won, what, how many times have you won Best of Westchester now? Uh, I think like seven. Seven times, best something like seven. that. Yeah, they have a like, crazy Best of Westchester, you said lashes? For lashes, I won Best of Westchester for Best Social Media um, Influencer. My wife won Best of Westchester for Best Lash Artist. And then my business wins for Best Lash Salon. Yeah. Damn, that's amazing. No, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They I'm got also, a lot of accolades. I'm also uh, one of... Uh, the 30 entrepreneurs in Westchester County, the most successful entrepreneurs in Westchester County under 30. I won that like right before I hit 30. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is all without a high school diploma, bro. This is all like, <laughs> <clears throat> no, no. That's what I was saying before. Like, you know, this is stuff like I'm so appreciative of all this stuff that all my accolades and everything because like I wasn't supposed to be here, you know, so mm -hmm. I act like I'm not supposed to. I act like I'm a visitor. <laughs> but why do you say you're not supposed to be here? Because I had all statistics against against me growing up, you know, I uh, I grew up with a in a single household, you know, I was basically on the street since I was 14 years old. I was in and out of jail my whole entire teenage life. So in reality, what the odds were for me, I beat them, you know. So that's why I say I'm like I act as like with success and stuff. I act as if I'm a guest and I'm not supposed to be here. I'm, I stay <laughs> humble, you know. I'm a guest, you know. So I'm happy to be here. I'm happy for everything that I've accomplished in my life with my wife, you know. And I think a lot of that to her. She's the one. She's the reason why I am the way I am these days, you know. So I uh, I target everything into a positive way these days. You know, what you what have saying? to. You yeah. gotta see the silver lining. Yeah. But yeah, no, when we met there, Nikki and I, you know, we connected there. We all stayed in touch, um, did some business together, and then we reconnected. It's crazy. Reconnected at Doc James Cigar Lounge again, uh, having cigars. And then after, you know, having some cigars, we decided to go and grab some late night food. This was like right when like COVID was just, just kind of things were starting to open back up. Yeah. And was that, uh, like three years ago now. Right? Yeah, three years ago, and we went to Candlelight right on Central Ave, got some food. Um, actually, where I ended up now meeting my current girlfriend. Shout out Marlene. I, I introduced them th yeah, that night. I so I met her yeah. then. So this is that story. So I met I met her then, but I met you know I was with Nikki and Sandra and Marlene, and then we ended up just like all hitting it off, hanging out like all the time, like always hanging out. And then, you know, we just kind of this bond, like this friendship. 
Hitting up um, candlelight every single night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got ridiculous. We were eating way too much yeah. food. I don't think candlelight has the best wings though in Westchester. Yeah, know. there's definitely debate. Yeah, that's yeah. a debate. We're gonna, that, that's a, that's something that in snack time we'll be figuring out. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of fun. Like our eating days started then, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. and now we eat Mount Kisco Diner. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff, but then yeah, we just stayed connected and then um, hanging out. One thing led to another. And then snack time, if you want me to get into that. And yeah, that started, yeah. obviously. Uh, so snack time two years ago, yeah, about two years ago happened very accidentally. So I used to have an old Instagram page. Um, someone tried hacking it, and I was like, fuck this. I'm going to make a new page. Um, and I started fresh. You know, I put out, like, marketing material and motivational stuff, things like that. But then my girlfriend, uh, Marlene, said to me, why don't you bring back snack time? You know, like, because the way it happened at his apartment, I uh, picked up a bag of chips because Reels just dropped. Remember when Reels just came out? Oh, yeah. So it was hot. Brand new thing. Everyone was like, ooh, what's this? You know, shiny new object. People were blowing up. Blowing up. So I was like, fuck it. I picked up a bag of chips. I'll never forget it. It was the wrap chips, the Migos. Wrap snacks. Oh, wrap snacks. snacks. And I picked Sour this bag up. And a ranch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still got that video. And um, I picked up the bag of chips put the camera to it, and I yelled, you know what time it is? <laughs> Snack time. Boom. Ate it, reviewed it, posted 19,000 views. I was like, fuck. All right. I got something. Start doing that consistently. And then I came to a realization, I'm really not a snack guy. I don't really like to munch on snacks. I uh, I like meals. I like food. Um, I'm also I'm in the gym every day, and I was just like, the snack thing all the time is just not going to work for me. And then... When my girlfriend told me to bring it back, she was like, forget the snacks. She's like, go to restaurants. She's like, you you know so many business owners. Go there, do a spotlight, highlight them, post, collab, boom. I was like, all right, let's try it. So I did, you know, like Casa della Mozzarella down mm. in, on, on Arthur Ave, um, you know, Westchester Meat Market, um, you know, a bunch of different places, you know, went down to the city. I was trying to find some epic stuff. And then Nikki introduced me years ago to Delgado's. Oh. And he introduced me to the bacon, egg, and cheese, and I fell in love. And I was just like, damn, all right, I got to do them on a snack time. So I hit up Nikki, and I was like, yo, you got to do this, the, the Delgado's snack time with me. And you know, he pushed it off for a while. We didn't do it. <laughs> and then he was like, fuck it, let's do it. So we go to Delgado's. You know, for, this was my first time ever doing it with someone like Nikki, though, because like I did the other collaborations. It was always me by myself, and like I'd bring in like the business owner or something. But Nikki like has a lot of energy, and if you wait, look at the way he markets himself and brands himself and iconic. It's loud, you know. I'm good, man. We're good. Yeah, yeah. They're um, you know, he's loud in a good way, in a positive way, and so. We go through. I go, you know what time it is? Nikki comes through the door. We back, baby. It's snack time. We're here at Delgado's in Yonkers, New York. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Boom. Edited it up. Posted up. 28,000 views. <laughs> I'm like, shit. No, Amazing. Dude. I'm like, shit. Delgado's starts like, Nikki went in there one day. He's like, yo. Paulie goes to him. Yo, my man, I see myself all over Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And like it shout was out Paulie and Delgados. Yeah, shout out Paulie and Delgados. And um me and Nikki were just like, yo, like, why don't we just do this together? And we can highlight these small businesses because at the end of the day, small businesses are the backbone of our country. 
right? You need small businesses in towns, right? I don't think we want to just only shop at Target. You know, we want to go to the small mom and pops. We want to get, you know, we want to know the owner. Like, we don't know the owner of Target. Um, and we just started going around. And, like, we officially, like, started doing it consistently together in July. And yeah. it was boom, one after it's another. It's been going Ten, ham ever since. Oh, literally, like 10,000 views, 12,000. We, we have, have tens that, of thousands of shares right yeah. now. I did the math after 18 posts. We had 275,000 views, 4,333 shares, 11,252 likes. Like, it was crazy numbers. And that was after just 18 posts. Yeah, that was a while ago. We've definitely grown at least another 300,000 views. Yeah, and we have a post about to hit 100K. And, but it's just like what it's doing for these businesses, which is what we'll get into, is what really kept us going. Because exactly no, we yeah. were we were impacting like people were going and trying the food to these places and like yeah, look and the natural love is nice yeah 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 people Definitely. sending us pictures online and just letting yeah. us tagging know us that, yeah tagging us the businesses letting us know that they're bringing in revenue from a video that we decided to post you know and we pay for all our food no yeah that's that's our very rule. important we, if they and if they don't let us pay we tip yeah like we oh, got yeah, a saying nice. we pay one hundred percent for the food for a one hundred percent honest review. I think it's fair. Yeah, 100%. and we've only been eating good food. That's the thing. It's like these places have very good food, and they're like little holes in the wall. Or Those like are good ones. Always, always, bro. Like I'm not like shout out like Guerrero's out in Yonkers. Like they got a uh, a burrito taco that is out of this world. Yeah. But people want to know about it. So that's really, and then we started collaborating with like you know Westchester Blogger, AJ from Nine One Four Collective, Christina from Westchester Mag. Um, the the list goes on. Am I forgetting anybody? Um, while he thinks, what we got going on here, man? Oh, we got we got cigars. <laughs> Talk we, about it. Right. What's the story behind these? All right, the story behind the cigars. So these are my grandfather's favorite cigars. Shout out, Pop. He uh, he probably will not watch this. Pop, thanks for not watching. Yeah, <laughs> I'll show it to him. Honestly, I'll clip. I'll, I'll, if we clip this, I'll show it to him. He'll laugh. Like yeah, it. Pop's outside. Yeah, Pop. Pop's chilling. Pop's um, outside. Love my grandfather. He's eighty three now, man. God um, bless my man. Yeah, it's my mom's dad. But these are called Baccarats, like the game. All right. Um, they're his daily, and I uh, they're like the tip is dipped in like a vanilla, and they're delicious. Like that's the way I would describe. They're and really they're delicious. Good. They're very nice, very nice. <coughs> so while you, you know, you know where it's from. Um, let's say imported in the back. I don't know. Imported. Like yeah, if I like actually rip it. Handmade doesn't say the country, <coughs> but they are very nice. So you can cut that, and then we can light this up. And I just I shouldn't have done that. What? Take the sticker off? Yeah, they made it do that. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Oh, let me hear past me the cigar. Where am I cutting into? Yeah, the ashtray is fine. So, uh, Grandpa Baccarat. 1871 Dolce Farniente. Yep. Very nice. Yeah, Appreciate the gift. Appreciate nice it. Uh, Nikki, you smoke cigars? I smoke cigars. I mainly smoke these types of cigars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I do smoke. I do enjoy a nice cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. Very nice. No, there's nothing like a cigar, man. Cigars, I think, really create a phenomenal conversation. 100%. Like it's it's one of those things that you can like bond over. Just the act of smoking yeah, creates bonds. Thing I try. Mm -hmm. Whose lighter is that? 
That's mine. That's yours? Yeah. The gold. Very nice. The gold we got, brick. I forgot, I forgot when we got that. Oh, that's nice. Someone gave that to us as a gift. But yeah, man, that's that's how snack time got started. And now, like, we're just moving. We got places that reaching out to us. <laughs> I mean, we are. We're, we're just the trying to make in the county doing food reviews. Yeah, well, we're just trying to make an impact. Honestly, that that's all what it's about. Yeah. It's just making an impact, helping people out. And it, and it ties in with our brands, right? Because, and like, Nikki, I'll let you go into it. Like, what iconic means. You know, that was one of my questions. Go and then it. I meet you. I, I met these guys for the first time today. And then I see it tatted across your forearm. And I'm like, damn, yeah, that, that, iconic, that is a good question. I picked up. Life. He's got iconic tat on. I got my so, tat on me, too. Why? Really? Yeah, my yeah. man. Yeah. All right. so, yeah. When I go all in, I go all in. But iconic to me and my wife is distinct excellence. You know, so that's what we want to bring to our brand, to our life, to whatever we're selling at that time in life you know so that's why iconic was just always like a perfect name for our brand you know it fits to anything we're gonna do it could be iconic lash iconic lash lounge it could be iconic beauty suites it could be iconic laundry it could be <laughs> iconic anything you know so iconic enterprises it's go always gonna be our umbrella it's kind of like a mindset yeah mm -hmm. and ex exactly no matter what business we ever no get matter into, what you do do it iconic exactly yeah, be bold, be Love fierce, it. be iconic, you know? And it ties into us. So our company's called Why Not You? Why Not You Media? Like, why can't you become the next big thing? I exactly. like that. So it just tied. And, like, you know, iconic definitely is a mindset. It definitely, you know, why do anything half-assed? You know, why not want to be the best at it? And it just, like, tied in, you know? Like, my business partner's not, like, my mom, you know, named the company. My mom passed away in January. Sorry. And, yeah, and no, I appreciate it. And, uh... You know, she named the company. So, like, that's a big thing, you 100%. know, being that, you know, because she always used to say to me, why not you? And, like, it ties in with Iconic. Like, why not be Iconic? Exactly. You know, and why not make an impact? So, we're out here, you know, trying to help these small businesses in any fucking way possible, man. Like, if we can come in and make a video and the thing gets shared even a hundred times, even less than that, and one person, new one new person comes in there becomes a customer worth it yeah that, that's that's what we're doing this for you know like when we first started this what we would always talk about is everybody in the city is viral you go to the city there's lines out the door me and Fran went to go get halal oh food two weeks ago God. and it took us two and a half hours to even make an take an order so that I've was been, just at adele's yeah, exactly yeah i've, I've been hearing another, about this place i, I, I haven't tried it yet yeah, then it's worth the wait early bro yeah, yeah go early but what's like, early though like like when they open like yesterday like yeah, yeah like was that lunchtime? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. Dude. I from the, the what the line looked like like when we went there, it looks like the, there's always a line. But we also did Fifty Third, which is a classic halal. Um, that was another hour, but we're talking three hours of waiting, and and then shooting, and then shooting. Which, but like, forget about the shooting. We're talking about the wait. It's like the shooting is the fun part because you get to eat and talk. Yes. Yeah, but there's but the waiting, like that in yeah. Huh? You don't get that, that in Westchester. That we don't get that in Westchester. That's the point of it. It's Lines like, like that. You know, like, oh. yeah, you don't get... I, w I want a, pl a, a truck, let alone just a truck. We're not even talking about the businesses and the restaurants. Like, there's restaurants where you can't even get a reservation for the next three years. My wife's been trying to go to a sushi place out there for, like, the past, like, two years. And every time they drop the res reservations online, they're gone in, like, 15 seconds. So it's like, why that? why is that not in Westchester County? We have food that's... 
just as good, if not better, than New York City. You know, off the top of my mind, the only the only thing I could think of is all the rich people are in New York City. Yeah. All, all of the money is in New York City. So the finest chefs are in New York City. Yeah. Westchester don't got none of that. No, that's not true. We have some great great chefs. Like, think about um, X2O. We have um, Peter Kelly. He's, we got Red Horse. Yeah, he's he's won, like, one championships on the food network and stuff like that you know there's a lot of stuff but it's like it's like that's why we say location too it's from a business standpoint right you're gonna get foot traffic in new york city and look at the end of the day new york city is new york city regardless of what's going on down there but still at the end of the day but look at it like westchester county has a better bacon egg and cheese than any place in new york city i don't know about that no i do i put my money on it new york city is huge you know how many delis are in new york city yeah (laughs) but that's the thing yo so when we posted about that and like we so we used that for a hook in a video and it fucking crushed and yo people like one person named places every time we'd ask name a place one person people couldn't people people couldn't name no one like, name no, one yeah, everyone's spot. like yo you're crazy and i'm like all right so then tell me the place that you think beats our place. those are those are just haters but no one wants those to are just the negative those are the, just yo, the negative haters let me let me tell you something about food man food i've never realized the wars you could create with food bro it is asinine what the fuck goes on <laughs> in these comments like people will fight tooth and nail to prove that Something is better than something else. And my response is, do you have my taste buds? You do not. You do not. But it's just like people will defend where they're from tooth and nail. They'll go literally fight you to the death about bacon, egg, and cheeses. Fuck the taste buds. It's, a, it's also the palate. It's like if you feel like you have a good palate, then hold it as a, at, a, at a higher standard. You know, like these judges that aren't chefs on the Food Network, they're judges because they have palates that are better than other people's palates. Yeah, they could taste all their little so intricacies. So I'm telling you that there is no place in New York City that's making a better bacon, egg, and cheese than the top three in that's, Westchester. That's 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 a very bold statement. No, it's just it's just true, and it's like, and we all. I'm not saying that we make the best cuisine of everything, but when it comes to Italian, Chinese, Japanese, all that, we we hold up. You know, we hold our weight out. Here. There's some pretty fireplaces in Westchester. Like, there's a lot of really, really good restaurants. And what happens, though, is, like, back to what we were saying, is, like, it's brand, right? Like, there is probably a better, like, a, there's probably a better sushi place than Nobu. But it's Nobu. In right? Westchester, you think? I, I'm just talking in generality. I don't know. There might be a hole in the spot, <laughs> hole in the wall spot. I would love to find one. But, like, if you break it down, like, people go to Nobu because it's Nobu. It does have great food, don't get me wrong. It's but the like quality. You are, and you're in New York City, bro. You're in the Mecca. Like, New York City is a brand in itself. So, like, when you say, oh, I got an office in Manhattan. Excuse me. I got an office in Manhattan. That's a little bit different than saying I got an office in uh, Mamarina. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just the brand 100%. behind it. 100%. It's kind of like when, like when you meet someone, they say, yo, I got an office in Greenwich. Your, your your eyebrows pucker a little bit. You're like, Ooh, okay, they're in Greenwich. They you could you could picture the parking lot already. Exactly, <laughs> and they they got fu- oh, and then if they say Greenwich Ave, it's like someone saying, oh, I got an office on Park Ave in New York City. You immediately think you already money. know. You already know. So it's a brand thing too. So that's n- what we're fighting. New York City has so much tourism. New York City has so much business travel. Everybody wants a recommendation. Where's the spot to eat? 
they're going to give you the great spots. Absolutely. Westchester doesn't have that much foot traffic, like we mm-hmm. said. That that's that's the sad truth about it. But there's some great spots. Like I can literally shout out a few spots that are phenomenal, right? If you want oh, Italian, twenty five North, the Giorgios, Packs, Packs, Pax Romano. Shout out Paulie. Like very, Carlos. very Carlos. Like phenomenal Italian food, right? We got bodegas that can keep up with New York City. Absolutely, Delgados right here, Snap Stop. Delgados is. You know, snap stop. They, these places shut. The they're underrated. Down. Yeah, very, very underrated. So it's. You ever go to Delgados? You know, <laughs> this is my Delgado story. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I grew up a block away on Walnut Street. Yeah, yeah. I was, that's why I asked. <laughs> um, my parents used to always get the pastrami for themselves. Okay. I don't know if they thought we wouldn't like it. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, I remember I would take a bite. I remember I would take a bite. That was a, that was a big deal to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know about this yet. You're not old enough. You're not old enough yet. He's a bag of chips. Yeah. So I went and I did a food review. I think it was about a year or two ago. It's okay. on YouTube, full, like regular food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, I have, I have, it was back before Reels, so I didn't even yeah, make yeah, it a Reel. It was just a regular YouTube video. shot 16 by 9. And man, that was, till this day, the best pastrami sandwich I've ever had in my life. Oh, okay, till okay, okay. okay. I wasn't okay. sure which way the story yeah. was. Oh, no, nothing negative. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, I, but let me, let me tell you something. It's one of those things where, like when we did, so we just did the pastrami, right? And it, it went crazy. People compare it immediately to cats and Epstein's. And Epstein's. You can't it's not it. a kosher it's pastrami, pastrami sandwich. You can't compare them. They're, like you got Paulie, who's who's Spanish, and then you got these kosher delis, which are Jewish, right? And they're cold. And they're cold. It's a. It's a right. It's they're a, cold. Yeah, they're not heated up. You can't. You can't compare Wait, a the, cold well, pastrami. They warm the pastrami. They warm the pastrami. No, but, but not, I mean, it's the not, bread's like a bread's not flat and cr- it's no, a different no, no, bread. Yeah, yeah. The different toppings. Yeah. Everything's different. Yeah, a kosher pastrami sandwich usually comes on rye bread. Rye bread, but not toasted, right? It's cold bread. Mustard. Yeah. Cold bread, mustard. Yeah. So it's completely different sandwich. There's no press. Like you're not getting a press. Yeah. The rye bread's cold. They don't toast it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, different. Totally, it's it's completely it's, different. It's it, it, and, in its own class. And like, Delgados will still blow it out the water. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said in. That, that's how I stand. How that's you how you stand. stand? I, oh, I think, okay, okay, okay. I, I put them in two different categories. Yeah, I put them in two different categories. I can't even, like, yeah, compare yeah, them. yeah, yeah. You can't, You're on death you, row. You got your final meal. Those are the two options. Go. What cats or Delgados? Pastrami. Oh, two, um, two options on the menu. I'm probably gonna go Delgados. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably Damn. gonna go Delgados just because it's just a heartier sandwich. Oh, I'll probably be more full before I get the I might. Oh my god, bro, you really put us on the spot. We should be able to get both. This is death row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. The system ain't like that. <laughs> Damn. Delgados or cats for death row last meal? <laughs> Fuck, bro, you stumped me. Can I plead the fifth? No. Well, I'd go, I'd need a bacon, egg, and cheese, too. I never go there without getting a bacon, egg, and cheese. Really? Never show me. Yeah, yeah. Always. So you think that's the best in Yonkers? The bacon, egg, and cheese? It's the best in the whole county. I mean, it's, we've eaten, like, all of the best ones out here, basically. Yeah, at dude, this they're point. fucking good, man. Yo. They're fucking I, I, good. I, don't want, I, I forgot the name of the place because I just know how to get there. <laughs> I could Google it, but I don't want to. We should do a snack time, and I'm going to put you guys on to my favorite bacon, egg, and cheese in it's Westchester. It's in Yonkers or nope. Westchester? Where it's is in it? in Westchester. Where? What town? Mount Vernon. Which one? 
He's I forgot the name, but okay. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about good. it. It changed the whole bacon, egg, and cheese game. What, really? what about it changed it? He layers. The way he che- layers? Cheese, egg, bacon. Cheese, egg, bacon. Oh. Does he go too thick? Nope. How Everything's they, so thin. How do they make the egg? It, it, it's kind of like omelet style because it's so flat. Oh, it's runny it's, egg or no? No. Fried? No, no, scrambled? No, no. Scrambled like an uh, omelet style. You Ooh. might drop a couple points for a scramble. Yo, but, but you don't just like judge it when we when we when we do it. I promise. <laughs> See, you you. Make, and let me make a point though. Very real quick. different. People don't realize you can fuck up a bacon egg. Yeah, and yeah. Cheese. People don't get this. Like you can fuck up a bacon egg and cheese. So when you get a good bacon egg and cheese, that thing is layered. Perfectly, of course. Like there's a certain layer. Yeah, the sure. way I'll the bacon's that. cooked and the yo and people need to understand the bread. Is imperative to the success of that bacon. Yeah. What, what's your what's your t- favorite type of bread? And do you like it? Anything what I call raw, which is untoasted, nah, raw or toasted. I, I like I like I don't I don't mind like a poppy seed. Like yeah. I like the soft roll, but like beyond it, I'm gonna be straight up. My favorite right now is what Delgados and Snap Stop do. Is they press the bread? Yeah, they use oh. like a club special. Yeah. That changes everything. Yeah. It's 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 Ooh, different. You, you got to think ninety percent of everything. the good sandwiches in Westchester County, their bread comes from the same spot or is a Main Street <sighs> or Quality Arthur Avenue. Bread. Yeah, but like that's or rare. Rockland, or Rockland Bakery. That, that does change the game for other boroughs and cities, yeah. or whatever. Because we got that bakery. That yeah. bakery's quality. You ever yeah. go to Orza? I grew up on Orza. So you, would, you would eat that, that shit block. right out the bag. Like. Come on. You got to go and eat one fresh on the way home. Of course. Yeah. You need to get an extra one to go home with. 100%. 100%. <laughs> extra one. Yeah. Yo, you oh need that extra one You don't take one out the bag. No, no, no that's yeah, for the that house. Shit is warm. You take one for the ride. I just got hungry. Yo, and they're just really slinging. Hungry. They're just slinging loads of bread all day. Yo. I love that place. I think it's 24 hours still, It right? is 24 hours. Yo. What bakery is 24 hours? Nah, Do you guys understand this? Yonkers is the one of the biggest gems in New York. See this, but yeah, this is the thing. The best rappers came out of Yonkers. Yo, top five that are alive. Come on, the best rappers came out of Yonkers. I think Yonkers is very slept on. What they call it the law. Delgado's Burrow. got shouted out in more money in all about the Benjamins. I'm steady trying to cop those colossal size Picassos and have Poppy flip Coke outside Delgado's. <laughs> what are you talking about? I How never can you, realized we're that. We're a staple. Yeah. <laughs> we're a staple. Yo, Yonkers is, is the best thing in the world. The, the that best. place has been around almost like 50 something years. This is the best years. place in the world. Yonkers is like one of those like cities, though. It's massive. But everybody knows everybody to an extent. Or you know someone that you knows know somebody. somebody, that knows somebody. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it really feels like it's a very there's a homey feel. The Yonkers, you know, being that my like my family grew up here, so it's like it's homey. I just like I don't know. There's something about Yonkers when you drive into it. Like I know some people. It's one of those cities too that when people live here, they enjoy living here. That from what I see. Some people talk shit, but they never leave. So yeah. that that means you really love it. Yeah. Some you can't hate that, something without loving it. What so yeah. what side did you grow up on? Like the side that um, loved it. Walnut. Or no, I know, oh. I know where you grew up. <laughs> I, 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 I know, I know, I, I know. <laughs> so the side that the side loves Yonkers, or the side that says <laughs> you grew we, up on the Walnut side. Dark cloud over us. I always loved Yonkers, bro. So you don't believe birth. in the dark cloud. What do you mean dark cloud? Like a lot like, of people like, in Yonkers like, say, like there's a dark like cloud over it, like a very like because it's like poverty and like we don't we can't come out type type cloud. What do you mean? Yeah, not many people do come out. Not people. Many people do like. Take a stand 
for like us or even like put us on a lot of celebrities that are from yonkers like get famous and then don't even claim they're from yonkers and shit like very disrespectful lady gaga she's from yonkers yeah <laughs> oh she was from manhattan bro you yeah sure? see that's why she's she lies and says she's Can we from... google check that i thought she was from manhattan <laughs> yeah google check it she's from yonkers uh, i, I feel like i heard out. that before but i don't know actually yeah Not lady gaga. Gaga. she's from yonkers I, I don't know i thought she was from manhattan Nah, she's a liar. So who who's officially from Yonkers? You got Styles, you got Jada, you got Sheik, you got Sheik. Who else? Not Mary J. Blige. She's nah, from- yeah, she's from Slowbone. Okay. Um, well, Cardi B's from what? Mount Vernon. No, she's from the Bronx. She's she? from Bronx. Yeah, yeah. yeah she just she, she just, just used to strip it. Yeah, Mount she Vernon. just stripped it. <laughs> Denzel Washington is from Mount Vernon. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah. That is true. One of the best to ever do it. The. He should make a movie called I, Mount Vernon. What the fuck? He's one. He, he might be the best to me. Yeah, he's, he's him and Leonardo DiCaprio to me got, got the. Not only that, wouldn't be fire though. Of Denzel course. making a movie called Mount Vernon and of talking course. about like growing up in Mount Vernon. Maybe bring some money to that city because that, that city is always. Bro, that would be actually crazy. It's not flourishing. No, there's mm-hmm. only uh, Westchester's got some spots that definitely need some help. So uh, Lady Gaga was born in Lenox Hill Hospital, New York. New York, New York, Manhattan. So okay. maybe she lived in Yonkers, but she was physically Wait, born in Lenox. Wait, but if you Google is, is Lady Gaga from Yonkers, what happens? All right. <laughs> it's going to say, Nikki Smalls, you are uh, wrong. Imagine I put the post up about it on Google. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you come up. You change the Wikipedia page. Uh, you know how you can change hilarious. Wikipedia pages? Like he goes up and changes <laughs> it. Change Lady it. Gaga is from Yonkers. I didn't find it fast enough. I don't want to waste too much time. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this uh, Yonkers Tribune dot com came up saying Lady Gaga says I'm not from Yonkers. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> oh I told shit! You. I told you she, she don't, does not. She claim. don't claim us. <laughs> Yo, Lady Gaga claim us. It's all right, Yonkers. If is it's fire. not true, don't claim it. And, <laughs> and, and if it's not love, don't claim us. If you don't want to be from here, you're not from here. We don't yeah, want you from right. here. It's okay. No matter how much money, no matter how much fame, if you don't want to claim Yonkers, we don't like you. You're lame. Ooh, that rhymes. That did rhyme. <laughs> Come home, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Come home, Lady Gaga. Poke, 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 poke her face. Yeah. You gotta go home. You know where that's from? You gotta go home. You gotta go home. Happy Gilmore. Good fellas. Oh, wow. Oh, Good oh. fellas fans? No? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. You gotta go home. I just immediately what? thought, go <laughs> home, ball. <laughs> I don't know that one. You haven't seen Happy Gilmore? Of course, yeah, but not many times I remember. Oh, like when he's yelling at the, the golf ball to go into the hole? Oh. Don't you want to go home? <laughs> that's immediately what I thought. That's funny. Big Adam yeah. Sandler fan, that's why. He's good. I think I've watched all his shit. Oh, Big Daddy's one of my favorites of his. It's a great movie. Yeah, that, one, that one's... I watched That's My Boy the other night. Oh, my God. Fucking hilarious. He's, that movie's he's ridiculous. Good. He's good. Favorite movies. Let's do it while we're on the topic. Favorite movie of all time? All time. All genre, no matter what. Ah, I know this man slapped a person in the face on stage, but my favorite movie growing up was Pursuit of Happiness. Wow. Yeah. I was a huge fan of Pursuit of Happiness because of the what story about, behind it with Will Smith. A, that's it? That is a good one. That was you my know, favorite movie. I have other favorite movies, but that was the That's your favorite, all-time favorite movie? That Me personally, yes. Pursuit of Happiness. I love yeah. that movie. It was inspirational. It is. Bro, I watch it all bro, the time. Bro, it literally fits like movie. the whole why not you thing. It's like, why can't, like this motherfucker was sleeping in a bathroom in the subway, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, trying to sell kid. x-ray machines. Now, literally. That, that was the most powerful scene to me when, when he's in the bathroom Locked and people trying to get in. Facts. And he's holding, and he's holding the door closed trying to rock his son to sleep. Unbelievable. Ooh, like, you scene. can't tell that, that that doesn't hit a nerve. So 
So that's why. That's a fact. What's your favorite movie? A Bronx Tale. It's a great movie. Can't go wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. It's between A Bronx Tale and Paid in Full. Okay. Yeah. I, I probably watch Paid in Full at least like twice a month. Yo, Paid in Full is one of the best I, ever. I love yeah. also American Gangster. Denzel's an animal. Oh, that's a great, that's a great movie. My number one favorite is Training Day. Great movie know. too. You already know. Classics. That's my number one favorite. Classics. You can't go wrong with either Ooh, any of those, honestly. Hell no. You really can't. Those are phenomenal movies. Any of you have kids in school? No, no right? They're too I'm young? Not, no no kids. No, yeah. He's got my one son's kid. Nine months. Yeah. All right. He's got a baby. Shout out Dom. Shout out Dom. You'll see this out. when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You guys got any back to school memories or any any school memories that are that stand out? I school hated school memories. Yeah. Damn. I, hated I got school. a lot. But like what type of memories? Anything. Like, good, anything? bad. Oh, <laughs> the best man. ones, the worst ones. Oh man. Memories from fucking school. Um I remember Damn, it's like it's like what what direction do I want to go with the story? <laughs> Like that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> like from like from like high school or any school. Anything. It could, any it, it school? could be kindergarten. Just, 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 just do it. Damn. I got my all right, so my most like I guess what's vivid memory, is that the correct word? Yeah. Right? Vivid, yeah. It's not 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 proud of it, I guess, but this was this was the this was just stands out. So in eighth grade, so my boys and I, I'm not gonna name names. Um, you know, it was when we, <laughs> just in case I don't want to like of make course. them like feel bad, but, um, I'll never forget. Like we had just started like around 14 years old. First time we ever like smoked weed and, uh, fuck. And, um, we were like, Oh, we let's, let's get some, you know, let's have a good time after uh, for the weekend. And, uh, so we got, we get some, you know, we put together money, you know, like who's got 10 bucks. Who's got this. Right. And we go. And we get it. I have it in my bag. Go to school. So I was on the um, what's it called modified baseball team, and we had practice. Have my bag, and I start feeling something wrong. Right? This this, this is gonna get a little like it's not morbid, but it's like fucked. I like it. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so I was on the baseball team, and I start feeling something wrong. I start cramping like really, really bad. Like I'm talking like my calves start cramping up really, and I was like something's wrong. And uh, go home, and I don't think anything of it. Go to school the next day, sitting in class, and my teacher goes, "Friend, you don't look good. You gotta go to the nurse." I'm like, "All right, you know." Go to the nurse. Sitting there with the nurse. And the nurse is like, you know, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know, but something, I, like, something's going on with me. And I'm like, can you call, you know, my mom's at work. Can you call my Nana? Um, and she goes, yeah, absolutely. Calls her, comes to the school. And I was like, so she was going to take me home. I was like, you got to call 911. And they're like, no, 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 you're all right. And I'm like, and I almost pass out. I almost like bang my head off the filing cabinet. I'm like, call 911. Call 911. Hospital, right? Ambulance comes. I'm getting fucking strapped up. I pass out. Yeah, this is this. All right, so I pass out in the ambulance. I wake up in the hospital. Pass out again. They flip me upside down. I get two blood transfusions. What? Yeah. I never told you the story? No. Oh, I find out. So if you ever take ibuprofen on an empty stomach, it can create ulcers. Oh, yeah. 
I had internal bleeding. Like, like actual, like, near death. Like, they said my hemoglobin was so low. They told my mom, we don't know how your son was actually, like, functioning. That's how low my hemoglobin was. Wait, but why'd they give you a transfusion? Because I was losing blood. So that they, much? Yeah, bro. They had to put blood back into my body. So Did they I, have to do surgery? No, no, no surgery. So I end up in ICU for eight days. And I, you know, people come to visit me. I'll never forget my mom bugging out on uh, the doctor because the doctor thought it was a good idea to walk into the hot, the, the room and like, you know, do you picture this like a movie, like Grey's Anatomy, right? Doctor, doctor walks in. He's got his little cup of coffee. He's leaning on the door and he looks at me. He goes, this was life threatening. And I was like, my hair, bro. Look, I didn't, I didn't shower. I was like, fucking my hair was long as shit. And I look at my mom. I'm like. What? And she looks at the doctor and goes, you fucking idiot. Why would you tell a 14-year-old they could have died? Because I didn't know. I didn't know what honestly was like wrong with me. Fast forward, I get to go home, right? I'm out of the hospital. They're like, you're good. I'm like, damn, I still got that weed. <laughs> I go check my bag. It's gone. Oh. My mom found it. She left me a note. And she fucking was so upset with me Left me a note And that memory The reason why I told that Is because like All my friends remember that To the T <laughs> And my boy to this day My boy uh, You didn't meet Nick You met Kukulo yeah. My other boy Nick To this day Always says to me Why didn't you just text me bro And tell me to get it <laughs> Like, I see you. Like, no, like, yeah, he like he didn't like I, like to this day. If you, if he was sitting here right here, he'd look at me and bro, you should have texted me. And that, I don't know, that's the most prominent story for sure. <laughs> Damn, that's a good one. Holy yeah, shit! I, I, my almost dying in eighth grade story. Yeah, bro. Almost dying in eighth grade. Holy shit! Yeah, that shit was terrifying. You got any, any any school stories? Nah, I ain't got no school stories. <laughs> you didn't go to class. I barely went to school. <laughs> Damn, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were born in Yonkers? Yeah, yeah. I was no, I was born in New Rochelle. New Rochelle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I moved to Yonkers when I was like one and a half. Mm. Yeah. You were born in Maranek. So I was born in Bronxville. Bronxville. Um, at I don't know what the hospital name was back then. Then we lived in uh, Harrison for a little bit. Moved to Eastchester. My mom was like, "We're out of here." When I was like going into third grade or fourth grade, moved to Mamaroneck, and in Mamaroneck I was there for my entire life until I we moved to Hartsdale. Um, uh, after I was done with college, we you know, we got a place in Hartsdale, and that's where I am now. So, nice, yeah. Nice. So right down, you know, right in the middle of everything, right near Yonkers, right down the street from White Plains. It's a good spot. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy it. It's quiet. Yeah, right in the middle of everything, right yeah. there. Yeah. Are you guys religious? I am. Yeah. I mean, I believe in God. I mean, I'm not like uber religious. Wait, what, what, like, what kind of religious you mean? Like, I go, tell, I go tell to church. What it is. Like, oh, okay. Not, so every, that is not every Sunday. No, but I mean, uh, what religion then? Oh, religion. I'm Catholic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made all my like sacraments. So I don't walk around like preaching. No, no, no. Like, I don't mean religion. preaching. <laughs> 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 no, I, yeah, like <laughs> if I'm gonna make a bad choice, I definitely do think about the the repercussions. So, <laughs> so that Good. definitely means there has to be some kind of belief there, because otherwise you just go do things without even thinking about it. 
But I mean, you you actively go to church, one hundred percent. Not yeah. yet. My, I just baptized my son. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Thank you, brother. You you religious? Nah, not really. I grew up Catholic, and I just started. My, my whole life, I, I I shut out the idea that God and Jesus was real mm-hmm. and all okay. that because it it wasn't fathomable of, to me. Hard to grasp. Till this day, I'm I, like my favorite movies, Training Day. I, I like I like realistic stories. I can't like I don't like any I don't like anything fake. Me neither. Movies, you don't like cartoons, nothing. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not a big cartoon. Nothing that's unrealistic. I'm watching. I'm not interested. It doesn't yeah, even yeah, yeah. catch my 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 interest. So you um, read nonfiction then. Hundred percent, yeah. Hundred percent. I ca- I can't even get past the first chapter of of a, like of a, a novel Potter or something. Book. Yeah, come on. Oh, man. you don't fuck with Harry Potter? No, no, I love no nothing Harry. fake. Damn, I can't I love, do anything fake. I, love, I can't get lost. I love, in Harry, fake. I love Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the last book right now. I go to Universal <laughs> Studios just to go to Hogwarts. Like, <laughs> Nicky, Nicky actually dresses up like Harry Potter and yells. Yeah, I walk around with a wand. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the spell? Uh. I don't even know what it is. I don't know. But yeah, Nikki walks around with the whole cape. And everything goes crazy. <laughs> Dresses up Dom. It's nuts. He, he, he acts Dom is like he's like the golden snitch and he's trying to catch He him. don't even know what the golden snitch yeah, is. No. Right? <laughs> Did you watch the movies? No, no. I don't, oh, th- I don't think I even watched. No, I, like I said, I, you just I'm not can't, interested. You just can't get it into it. It doesn't interest me. Damn. If it ain't real, he ain't fucking with that shit, bro. A good it's example. A good example. The, you better the, not be lying to me, too. That shit better happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no fucking based on a true story. I want that shit to be the exact oh, true story. I wish, I wish. Yeah. The, both of my favorites, though, based on a true story. <laughs> At least mostly this was true. You know, though, though, that that's what interests me. That, no, that's what I could get lost in. Nah, yeah. facts, bro. I, I'm into both. Like, yeah. you know? mm-hmm. I don't run around like watching like like science fiction movies, but. Yeah. Like, we're back on movies. <laughs> yeah, we, we were just on religion, though. Yeah. That's how we got to movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I'm not religious. I grew up not thinking about religion because it didn't seem real to me. It, okay. if, if I can't see or touch or mm-hmm. I understand it, I, I can't believe it. So it, I just shut it out my life, my entire life. Are you spiritual? Now I am. Okay. So, you so believe my whole life, life I wasn't. I was okay. just against everything. I was, I was a negative person. Uh-huh. Yeah, fuck all the positive shit. I was just... I don't know that that's not real. Get out of here! Just 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 being reckless. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started searching. What religion are you know? I'm not a, I'm not religious. Just you just believe in God. But I believe in higher God power. and a higher power. You're independent. So yeah, that's... whatever whatever it's called. But you're a believer. Religion, I feel like, is a way of life. You follow the book. You follow the religion. You follow the ways. Make that your lifestyle and your passion. You're gonna live a very peaceful life. Everything's yeah. gonna be okay. Religion is it's meant to be interpreted, yeah, right? Yeah. See, I, I love I can go super philosophical. Let's go, let's so go, let's go. go. Um, so yeah, religion's meant to be interpreted. So like for me personally, um, half my family's Jewish, other side is Catholic. So I'm actually yeah. Speaking of good fellas, yeah. <laughs> Remember, so, um, he had to lie. Yeah, yeah to yeah. his like, girl's only my mom. Better half. Yeah. Only my good half. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Continue, absolutely. please. Yeah, no, of course. So. Um, I was baptized and bar mitzvahed. My man, you yeah. had the best of both worlds. Yeah, so <laughs> I made a joke in college that probably didn't go all over right, but I said when uh, when when Pope Francis was elected, I changed my Twitter name to Pope Francis and then told everyone I was the second coming. So <laughs> a little ridiculous, but you know what? Like, look, at the end of the day, to me, religion is meant to be interpreted, right? Like, there's amazing 
things that you can learn from reading the Bible and going to church. Going, bless, bless. you, bless you. Sorry, guys. You know, going to church, going to temple. Like, there's so many stories and things that you can take from it that you can then implement into your life. That's the point of it. So for me, I got God tatted on me twice. I believe in God. I believe that there's a higher power. I do pray. I should pray more. You know, I went to Fordham Prep. It was a Catholic school. Went to Assumption College, which was a Catholic school. And, you know, I was in Bible classes, all these different things. And based on what I learned from both sides and, you know, being bar mitzvah and all these different things, like I've learned that at the end of the day, God is God. I don't care if you're Muslim, Jewish, Catholic, yeah. Christian, Protestant, like God is God, right? There's a higher power. What you believe in between that, you know, you could debate over that, but like there's something up there. There's some type of being. Um, but yeah, like I, I got really like I found God personally after my Nana died six years ago. And um, that, that kind of like made me, I was like, I need to, you know, I need to reconnect with myself and with a higher power. R.I.P. Nana. Yeah. And then yeah, there's a lot of death that I'll be talking about. So far. Yeah, yeah. it's two then, so far. Yeah. And then my grandma died two years ago. Damn. And she was Catholic. R.I.P. Grandma. Yeah. So for me, obviously, you know, like things happen, but it, it made me feel as though there's a spirit world, there's spirituality, there's different things that go on that we as human beings will never understand. Like, like we're not meant to understand the physical world. You, we're, we're not. This is not made to understand. It's in here. Yes, uh, in here. I, a lot of it is like because like what you see, what I see, what he sees is three different things, 100%. right? Like you might all see a glass of water, but it's like the old saying: "What do you see? Half yeah. gla- ha- a glass half full or, or half empty?" But you could even see it another way, right? So, to me, um, especially like when my mom passed away, I that's yours, by the way. I don't know if you know what. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, You know, when my mom passed away, though, like, at first, I I wanted to run away from God. You know, I wanted to, like, say, you know, like, like, why would you do this type thing? And then I realized, like, I had this is the time to really go towards it and really become, you know, connected. Because when you become connected with God, I feel like you become more connected with yourself. And it's funny, like, so I wear a chain on my neck every day. Uh, it's my grandma's ring, my mom's engagement ring, a pendant that my nana gave me, and a um, a pendant that my dad my dad grew up wearing, and I wear it every day. And when I wasn't wearing it, bad shit would happen. Like I was always getting like bad news. Start wearing it every day, I swear I can't get bad news, right? Like, or if I do, there's always some type of positive that comes from it. Silver lining. Yeah. So there's oh, so I've become like I guess superstitious in a sense, but that's my belief in God that like there there's a connection and like there's a connection through this chain the people i've lost the people that are watching over me and god and like they're guiding me each and every day because god there's blessings every day right every day you got to open your eyes to them there are blessings every single day every time where we breathe in it's a fucking blessing yeah bro every day you it's open every your breath eyes. another one yeah another one absolutely Absolutely. So that that's my point of view, man. Like I, I have on my collarbone, like through thing, uh, through God, all things are possible, you know. And that's I honestly believe that. Like God got us. Like He's She's showing you different routes. Like you're you're giving. Okay, you can go this way. You can go this way. Like what type of person do you, are you? 
And then it's up to you to make that decision. You either go towards Satan and the devil and evil, or you open up to God and you go a positive way. You go to make an impact and try to help people. You so, know, I, I preach this to my daughter. She's about to be 16 this month. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I preach, but I don't use God in because we're not really religious. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't use. I say the same thing, but not God and the devil. I just say every decision you have to make is good or bad. It's up to you to. Uh, it's up to you to choose. Nobody's there to guide every every decision you make. You're in control of every decision you make. Yes. And you have one or two ways to go. No, it's a fact. Always choose the right way, and everything around you is going to be positive and good. It, Always choose the negative way. That's going to be part of your life. It's going to be a, become a cycle. So, Absolutely. Yeah, you attract what you put out. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, attraction by action, right? It's the, uh, what's the actual, what's it called? The uh, Law of attraction? Law of attraction, right? But it's like. You guys believe in that? Absolutely. Uh, mm, I believe in in the law of attraction. I just feel like it's missing a lot of stuff. Like what? Like the work behind the thoughts. Talk about it. That's exactly it. That's that's true. There's actionable things. It's like you can't just sit there and think about shit all day. Like you have to actually go out there and work and do like the actions to make it happen. You know, there's a limit. So they kind of like, they kind of like show you a little bit in the movie and the book that, um, you just have to just like, Think about it, you know. They don't really ever talk about. Yeah, they like, talk about manifestation, but yeah, then they don't realize that <laughs> you go, can manifest. Think about a million dollars, and a million dollars is gonna be there one no. day. And you like, gotta take the actions towards it, right? No, yeah, yeah, exactly, and have like um, a fucking strategy and a plan, you know. <laughs> yeah, and but but other than that, yeah. I love the law of attraction because if you're working towards something, if you apply that also. Then you're good money. Like you want to be busting your ass at something and also th- obsessing about it at the same time, and then you're good money. Like, but you can't just obsess about something. Yeah. Well, I, think, <laughs> I, I agree, and I think no, it's a hundred percent right. Like, I think the thing is though, where people don't realize is that law of attraction means that the actions you take back to what you said are positive or negative. You're going to attract that thing. You do positive things. You're going to attract good things. You do negative things. You're going to attract bad things and bad people. It's like the saying, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. No. Yeah. Right. So I think with law of attraction, people have to realize whether you're starting a business, building a brand, trying to make a sport team, whatever it is that you're doing, like you need to put in the work. You can't just sit there like I said this before. Like, how many motivational videos and books and podcasts are you gonna fucking listen to, and until you actually do it? Like, yeah. you can listen to Tony Robbins and Eric Thomas <laughs> and fucking Gary V all day, all it, day, all day. Let that shit read run on books. repeat. Read the books, but if you do fucking nothing, nothing is going to happen. No one's knocking on your door and saying, "I want to hire you, and you're gonna make a million a year." No one's doing that. You, you're the guy. You, you're the guy that been listening to Gary V every day. <laughs> We've been looking for you. Yeah, literally. Literally. We, we got a truck of a million dollars right here. Yeah. No. Literally. Yeah. So that's just the only thing that I uh, don't agree with. But yeah, other than that, exactly. I totally believe in if you work hard at something and you're obsessed with it, you will manifest it. Yes. I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Remove the negative shit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you, the people who you're around defines you. You know, if you you keep if you hang out with nine bums, who's the tenth? Woo! You know, like it's no, that's the truth. You like what they say. I can tell you. I can tell you everything about you by you showing me who you hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. 
Yeah, exactly. that's right. There you go. There show you me go. your friends, I'll show you your future. Yep. You're all bums. No. Dan Pena. Yeah. That's the fucking truth, though, man. When he you keeps it real. Yeah. Pena keeps it fucking real. Yeah, that's why people pay him so to get yelled at. <laughs> when you're working for something like a dream or anything that you're passionate about, like, you know, during that journey, you're going to have to cut a lot of people out. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just how it works. And absolutely. you you might not be cutting them out yourself. They might be cutting themselves out, you know? It's all about, like, bridging the gap. It's like, you know, you're constantly moving towards your goal. And if they're not moving towards a goal, there's going to be a gap between you guys. So it's like the only way to bridge that gap is for you to come back to them or for them to come up to you. So sometimes if that gap doesn't get bridged, the relationship gets severed sometimes, you know, and it might not just be on you, you know. So it's it's it happens, you know, you got to think about it. Like I'm in business five years and my best friends I've known during these five years, you know, like I have one best friend. That I've been friends with for over 20 years. That's still like in my life. But you gotta, shout, you gotta shout him out. Yeah, shout out my boy Chris. You know, he was my best man at my wedding. And he's one of the few people in my life that I trust with my life, you know? So. No, absolutely. And, that, <clears throat> and, that, and that's important for people to understand that when you're on your journey, whether, no matter what you're doing, if you're trying to become a professional athlete, an actor, podcaster, business, there are gonna be people that look at you close to you that are going to ask you what are you doing why are you doing this why can't you just go be safe and do something like very conventional but you know what nothing was done by people that took things you know that went the regular route things are done by risk takers by people that go the unconventional that take you know the unbeaten path and on that journey like nikki was saying like i i there's so many people i don't talk to anymore it's nothing against them. It's just that we don't align anymore. And I think yeah. people have to get on, like they have to get over the fact that like when you're on a journey to better yourself, there's going to be people that anchor you. But you have to be okay and understand that you're going to have to cut the rope. Like you're going to have to because they're most likely going to be the people that are going to want to pull you down because they don't want you to leave the state of mind that you're in because you relate to them. And as soon as you start thinking differently, they start trying to do things and start bringing up like all the old things you used to do because they don't want you to excel. They don't want you to progress. And as soon as someone starts doing that and they try to pull you back down, they're not your friend. A real friend, and this is the God honest truth, a real friend is going to support you no matter what, when you're on your fucking ass or when you're flying in the sky. They're going to support you. They're going to tell you they're proud of you. They're going to like, yo, what do you need? How can I help you? They show up to the things that you're doing. Like that shit is so important. That's real friendship. No, that's a fact. That's yeah, a it's true because um, you have certain friends. Some friends are just for hanging out, partying, Absolutely. bullshit. Some to just talk sports with. Some to go on vacations with, blah, blah. Exactly. But people have to play their position in your life. How do you cut people off anyway that, that you outgrow? How do you really do it? Sometimes it's organically. No, it's not. It I'm not saying it's organic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't just like say, oh, I'm not talking to you no more. It just happens because you just 
you're not available, they're not available. Yeah. Every time they want you to be available, you might not be available. Yeah. Like because you're doing then, important shit. Then all of a sudden they stop calling because they're like, oh, he's never available. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but you know what, but bro, I love this saying: busy people understand busy people. No, but busy, but being busy is different than being um, what's the word? Being productively busy, 100%. right? Because you could just busy be going to the store and shopping and or, buying or, or shit. Busy scrolling through TikTok all day. Yeah. <laughs> facts. You know, like that 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 could be one type of busy. Watching fucking snack times all day. <laughs> <laughs> keep watching, keep sharing. You're helping a small business. Yeah, yeah, facts. Um but no, it, it's the truth. It's like if you're being productively busy, I can understand that. I can get behind that all day. All day. I want to see people win. I think we all do, right? I want to see you win. 100%. I want to see him win. And that, like, yo, there's enough money, enough fame, enough success to go around. Like, do you want to eat like Steven Glansberg by yourself at a table, right? Or do you want to sit with a group of people that have the same mindset and the same goals and the same tenacity as you who can, who are going to push you? Like, if you're in a room and you're smarter than everybody, you better get the fuck out that room and change rooms. You got to be in a room where you are the dumbest person at the table. That is the only way to learn. You don't know everything. And the people even in there don't know everything, but they know more than you. So be a sponge. Listen. Like, that is... Like, it's... I can't even, like, begin to double down on what I'm saying and how important it is to surround yourself with like-minded individuals, bro. You have to. You, you, uh, 100%. No, 100%. 100%. 100%. If, you're, if you're telling somebody your, your dreams or your goals or your achievements and they look at you like you're bragging or they're uncomfortable, then they're the wrong person to be Or like around. you're bugging. Like, nah, you can't, can't 100%. do that. Yeah, yeah. And I, people I, usually bring up the negative side of it. No, like, facts. I, 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 I hate people. Opening I, a car dealership. Ah, but you know how when yeah, it rains, you gotta wash all the cars. Like, yeah. They bring up the negative things. Oh, Always. we know taxes. Pessimistic. Or, oh, no, you know yeah, how much yeah. rent that's gonna be? Oh, you're bugging. Always the negative. No, the yeah, pessimistic. Always the negative Always. they point out. Never, wow, that's a good one. Well, that's help? a great idea. Yo, how, yeah, yeah. How <laughs> yeah. can I support? How Yo, can I'm I get down. involved? Like, I'll help you, bro. Let's go. Absolutely, the bro. Closest people to you are going to be the last people to Friends and family don't understand. But what's you the, to be safe, especially family. Yeah, well, we'll be safe. Nah, just, just go to school. Chill. Yeah, what's the <laughs> saying? It's uh, f- um, clients will become friends before friends become clients. Mm. Mm-hmm. Shout out Tony. He always posts that. It's the truth. Sad. It's fucking true. The sad truth. It is, man. When you guys think of success, who do you think of? Damn. Well, it's how you see success, right? Success is you, objective. You. How How do I see it? Both of you. Who's ready to jump in? You got somebody in mind you want to jump in? I got to really think. Hove. You said Hove? Hove. All right, talk about why. Damn. Well, he's all about ownership, and, you know, that's why... The iconic name, I own the iconic name, you know, just me and my wife, my partner, you know, so ownership is everything, you know, um, uplifting others, you know, also doing it in private without having to make it a thing like you're doing people favors, you know, like there's a lot of stuff that Hove has done for people in the music industry that people have no idea about, you know, and that I respect that a lot. You know, you don't always have to be out in the open when you do things for people. Um, but mainly just, you know, ownership and grinding and growing, adapting with the time is another huge thing. If you can't pivot in life or in business, you're you're done. You're finished before you even started. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Hove, when I look at him, I look at him like he's the epitome 
of success. I'm not the guy who's going to take a dinner with him over 500,000, but I look at him like he's super successful. <laughs> Damn, he just mic dropped. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Even though I bigged him up, nah, he ain't yeah, the yeah, all that. Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> nah, you I'm really saying, wouldn't take a dinner over him to learn from him? With 500,000? You don't, I don't could, think that, that. I could that, probably buy a dinner with him for less than 500,000. Probably get that for like 150, 200. All right, I, see where, I see where the mindset's at. See, most people wouldn't leverage it like that. Let's see. That's, I'm good right now. No, I'm good, brother. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, but you so you asked me what I see success as, or the person. Honestly, one of the first people that came to mind was Tony Robbins. The reason why is because he he does what I would love to do one day, and that's inspire and talk to people and help people through shit and motivate them. And he also owns businesses, right? Like that man. If you think about his 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 life. Owns and runs businesses, right? But then he gets to go up on stage and thousands of people go to his talks to be inspired for their lives to change. Like, like, like think about that, right? Like, think about how many people that he's potentially stopped from, you know, maybe killing themselves or, or giving up. Like, you know what? One of the most impactful <clears throat> videos, this is for Gary V. One of the most impactful videos I've ever seen, and it should have gotten more traction. It should have been his most viral video. That guy's fucking most viral video is him eating stupid blueberries. Okay, goes to show oh, you Gary what. Gary V. Yeah, that's his most viral video. Video. Um, the people that don't really care about him watch that shit. Yeah, because he's eating the fucking. People that blueberries. care about him watch the ones that have one point thousand views. On yeah, him. exactly. Those so are the people that really give a fuck about what he says. Hundred percent. So in a video, right? Woman comes up to him. He just did a talk, and he does his meet and greets and stuff. And a woman comes up to him and goes, I wanted to let you know, because of you, I didn't kill myself. Imagine that being told to you. I would take that a million times over a million dollars. Because you're actually impacting someone's life. And yes, you can make an argument. Well, if I had a million dollars, I could leverage it and turn it into a chance to impact more people. But like... That means that his message or the whoever's message, right, is actually getting across to people. Like he saved a person's fucking life. Just making videos. So that's why like we always tell people, like when you put stuff out there, you don't know how you're potentially impacting. You have no idea. Your story, anything. So yeah, I know I'm going on a tangent, but I no, would no, say. No, no, no. These, these, these are the things that. People need to hear the the reality. Yeah. It's not all the glitz and glamour. No, nothing is amazing. Nothing is easy. You have yeah. to go through the difficult shit. Everybody's life is difficult. Everybody's going through shit. You have to muscle through that shit. Keep going. Keep growing. Try to do try to do better than yesterday. People think is you know what it is these these little like memes and, and corny quotes and cliche quotes. They just sound corny to people, but yeah. they're so real. Oh, Every nice. cliche is real. Facts. Simple and real. That's why they're so promoted because they're so real. It's real. Listen to those fucking little stupid quotes. And then when and as you get older, you're like, damn, mom and dad were right. Grandma was right. Grandpa was right. Hard work pays off. Stay patient. You know, early bird gets the worm. Like all these little bullshits that you hear. Yeah. You're like, wow, they were right the whole fucking time. 
Hard just, work pays off. Yeah. The stupidest, most simplest phrase. But think about it, when you're an adolescent, we think we know everything. Okay, like, mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you know? You know it all, mom. Yeah, I need uh, sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, my my family wasn't the like supportive type on like the business end. You know, they were like, oh, of course, go get a job. You well, know, you had, well, you had the mushy, you know, you had yeah, the union yeah. job lined up. Yeah, but even without that, like they just like, want you to do something secure. Get a job, yeah, four hundred one k, insurance benefits, shit like that. Like, thought it was crazy, you know, for me to go start a business with Sandra. Like, so, you know, like that proving. Well, now they don't feel that way, you know, after all these years. But yeah, like yeah. you know, a lot of parents are like that. You know, they limit you because. They've, they grew up in, like, a different time, you know? They instilled like, their fears into you. Exactly. Absolutely. Damn, that, yo, can we get, like, a ding-ding? Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> that was... That's the truth, bro. No, that's Talk about it. Yeah, that's the truth. But, yeah, so... Yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> that does. Facts. That legit sums it the fuck up. Like... Oh, man. And, and that's why parents, like... You know, like, look, I'm not a parent, but, like, you got to instill confidence in your child. No, yeah. I would never limit my son, you know? Everything he ever wants to be in life, he could be. When he's growing up, if he wants to be an astronaut, a cowboy, whatever. The number one chess player on the planet. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Because it all starts as a kid, you know? Because you got to think about it. When you're, like, really young, the sky's the limit to you. You say you want to be the king of Egypt, and that seems real to you. and. That's the belief you need to hold on to for the rest of your life. And you don't because you get limited by adults. No, you can't. That's stupid. You can never be a cowboy. You can never be an astronaut. You can never be the president. That's far-fetched. You know, that's out of reach. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, stuff like that. You know, and that's stuff that you don't want to instill on kids. You got to look at it like um, grasshoppers. You know, you put the grasshoppers could jump like up to four or five feet. You put them in a Tupperware and put a lid on it. You leave them in there for a couple of days. You take the lid off. They can't even jump out of the Tupperware no more. You just limited them. They think that that's as high as they could jump because there was a ceiling, you know. So you got to just live with no ceilings. And that's what I'm always going to instill into my son, you know. What did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I jumped around, you know. I was, my life changed a lot growing up, you know. I mean, as a kid. Oh, when I was really young, I wanted to be an architect. I wanted to really, yeah. As a kid, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> that's fucking interesting. I didn't know that. I just, I just learned something new. Yeah, and I wanted to like really learn how to draw and like be an architect. And that's why, like, my my whole dream when I was a kid was to get into Saunders to be like going to their architect program for like trades. I did not know that, Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're very creative. That's the thing. Like, so, yeah, that's Nikki's what it was. I, re- I was really into like just like creating Design and stuff and, and designing. So, yeah, that was my original dream. What you, as a kid, what you wanted to be when you grew up? Uh, I wanted to play in the NFL, bro. <laughs> 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 I'll be honest with you. Like, growing up playing football, like, I, I was like every other kid playing football. Like, I wanted to play in the NFL. Um, obviously, I, I you know, only grew to, like, five foot seven, so that didn't really help. Uh, you know, I got – I accomplished the dream of playing college football, Division two college football. But, yeah, no, I wanted to be in the NFL. And then as I got older, the next thing was I wanted to be, you know, big shot on Wall Street. You know, I wanted to be a stockbroker. You know, I was influenced by that. And I always told my mom, though, even when I was, like, 15 years old, like, I'll never forget this. Like, I'm driving when we used to live in Mamaroneck, and we were making the turn to go back to our house. 
And I'm looking around, you know, seeing people get off the train and stuff. And I'm like, Ma, I'm like, I can't be like these people. Like, I can't. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I can't be average. I have to do something with my life. I like, I have to make an impact. I have to make a difference. If I'm going to, like, my biggest fear in life, biggest fear, like, believe me, I hate, like, the dark forest at night. I don't like heights, all that normal shit. But, <laughs> I don't like the dark forest. The dark yeah. forest and heights. My, yeah. All that normal shit. Yeah, like, you know, the typical shit people are afraid of, right? Yeah. You know? Ah, yo, there's people that are like, yo, the dark let me ask forest. you something. Would you, would you stay in a cabin in the middle of the forest? I mean, maybe if it's on like absolutely a not. No, I'm talking Wait, a cabin in the woods. If it's my choice, no, that's not my choice. But but, but could I? Yeah. If but I was like, staying at somebody's not. house, the ways brought me. Nah. Like, yeah, I got no. Nope. I put nope. I put myself in ridiculous situations all the time, so I I don't mind shit like that. But that's not my first choice. No, not at all. Nah, I, I like I'm, my peace and solitude, but that's extreme. Terrified. That's terrified. Extreme. I can't do it. But <laughs> I don't uh, mind. I'm not scared. I'll sleep like a baby yeah. there. Oh no, terrified. I, I, I watch too many fucking scary movies. I mean, technically, that's because of you, Marlene. Too many scary movies. She loves horror movies. But what I was gonna say is, my biggest fear in life is amounting to nothing. Mm. So obviously, what's, so what's something to you? Because impact. because because it's not really money. Mm-mm. It's not. Is it? Is it? mental for you or is it really helping people it's genuinely helping people it's impacting people it's it's knowing that every person i've met every person i've helped with their business and market every person i've spoken to every snack time we do we've helped somebody that's what i want to do like if i because i look at it and it goes back to the god thing i feel like i'm doing god's work like i said it to somebody not that long ago probably last week i said i know for a fact that after everything I've been through in life, you know, you know, death of family members, you know, whatever, I said that God put me on this earth to impact. Facts. And my last thing I said to my Nana was like, I'm going to do something amazing with my life. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm slowly starting to figure it out. It's going to take time. I might, I, I might never fully see everything in front of me until maybe my deathbed, but I, I know that's why I'm here. That that is, I feel that in my like soul. No, it's a fact. I agree with you. You know, that's why me and my wife we started the iconic beauty suites because we started iconic lash lounge five years ago and we built such a big brand and it's helped us. You know, so now that we're renting to other beauty professionals for them to start their own business, then we could use our platform to help them. You know, so it's like the the you each one teach one. Denzel Washington said it best. Yeah. You know, you when you get forward, you reach back and you help someone else. 100%. You have to. You got to pay it forward, bro. Yeah. You have to. The fuck is the point of becoming successful if you can't fucking help anybody? Oh, great. Yeah, you can ride around on jets and yachts and shit. But if you're not fucking doing something for people and helping people, because, like, not everyone is fortunate. You know, not everyone is fortunate. And, like, yeah, you can make an argument. Everyone can get out of the situation that they're in. But, like, not always, you know. You don't understand that person's day-to-day. You don't know yeah. what they have to do to survive. <clears throat> it's not reality for the entire earth to be flourishing. No. <laughs> Everybody to be doing amazing. No. So it's just not reality. It's not. And it's unfortunate because there's so many people that are so intelligent, so talented. Like, yo, if we went out down to New York City right now. And we walked around and like we talked to some of the homeless people or we talked to some of the street performers. Like 
these people, some of them probably have so much fucking talent, man. Oh yeah, like oh, hell immense yeah. amount of talent, but they'll ne- the world will never see it. I like I, I gotta give a shout. Like there's there's a dude. You know who Charlie Rocket is? No, Charlie. Charlie you gotta look up Charlie. So Charlie's this dude that he literally went out and every day would journal his goals. My man. Every day. He's got, bro, he's got amazing. boxes. Like he's been on podcasts and he literally pulls out boxes of journals. And this man literally lives the impact. Like he wrote in his notes, I'm going to become a Nike athlete. He's no athlete. He became a Nike athlete. <laughs> like he literally, cha- like he finds young kids, men, homeless, women, don't matter, who need help. And like he goes on tour. Literally, he used to, he actually used to manage two chains. Right, they used to be two changes manager, and um, this guy, bro, it's just so inspirational. Remember when we were in Snap Stop? He was on the television. He was getting interviewed by like Good Morning America or something because he helped this kid, this young boy who's blind. He, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I the the that. drum with um, the fuck's his name? Super tattoo drummer. Uh, Travis Barkley. Travis Barkley. He got to you know meet him and drum with him. Like, do you understand? Like, that kid is going to remember that for the rest of his life. That's crazy. And hopefully, he goes on to become a very famous, you know, um, you know, musician. But it's like that's the type of shit, bro. Like, that's what people remember you for. No one remembers how many likes, how many views, and how many comments you get on fucking social media. They remember how you made them feel. And that that's that's something I'm I'm really buying into. Like, if you're going to leave an impact, it's how are you making people feel when you leave this earth? How are you making people feel? Helping people. That's yeah. pretty much what our purpose probably is. Absolutely. Facts. And I think all people meet for a reason. Like we're we are sitting here having this conversation because God wanted us to. Talk God, about it. Yep. God wanted us to be here today to have this conversation because somebody's gonna I don't care if fucking ten people listen to this fucking thing. I don't give a shit. One person. If we help one person with anything the three of us say today, it this time was worth it. Absolutely worth it. I guarantee they're soaking it all in. We dropped a lot of gems here so far. Yeah. Definitely. Nick, let's start with you. What are three things you need to be happy? My family. uh, My family, my loved ones, like in the same category. Um, Food and shelter, of course. Uh, and and God, <laughs> I like it. Like, are you asking me like my like my rider? Like, what would I need to like survive? Like weeds and stuff like no. that. Like, yeah, like, like, no, he's talking like actual. Yeah. All right, so yeah, your was, first like, answer was yeah. perfect. Let's go with the first like one. My, Let's go with the my first rider. One. My rider. <laughs> I also need this <laughs> to survive. Oh my god! I need only red gummy bears. <laughs> clip that. There's your clip. There's your clip. God damn. Yo, Egyptian cotton sheets only. Oh Louis Vuitton shoes. Yeah, like, and glasses because you can't see without them. No, yeah. These are needed. <laughs> That's oh man That's funny <laughs> But I can get behind Loved ones Shelter and food God You said shelter Food God 
My family, my, yeah, loved ones, shelter, food, God. All right, yeah. so four things. It's three, but yeah, you added combined. No, combined. I, put, I put my loved ones and family in the same category. Yeah, but then you said shelter, food, food, food and, and shelters God. together too. Food, food, food and shelters together. <laughs> and then God, right. he had five, but he combined them into three. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Got it. I think that's that works. No, it's, it, uh, it, it's awesome. Um, so between three and five. All right. <laughs> uh, what are the three things I need to be happy? My health, physically, mentally, my loved ones. Yeah, and 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 just, just go I, with mine. It's kind of like Nikki's, but it's also <laughs> you know what the third one is the ability to go after what I want. Mm, freedom, freedom, yes, freedom, That's freedom, the one. freedom, freedom to go after what I want in life. Freedom is that, I, I like I I don't I wouldn't be happy if I was like boxed. I gotta be out. I gotta be you know creating. I gotta be meeting people. I gotta be doing stuff. If that that would I would be miserable. I'd be a fucking depressed asshole. Yeah. If I couldn't do anything. Hundred percent. Immediately I think of like a cubicle and like one of those cartoons where it's like people are sitting in cubicles and they're all lined up, looking the same, doing the same same routine every single day. Yeah, I'd for like fifty years. Fuck that. My God. Fuck that. I'd go nuts. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you guys meditate? I right. used to. Sometimes, time to time. Meditation helped me a lot, though. No meditation. So no. why do you? Did you stop because you don't have enough time? No, I stopped because it goes back to like, you know, I got to a point where I was like, damn, I feel really good. I don't need it anymore. And then I tried doing it again. And it's really just, I have no excuse. I'm just being a little bitch and just not being, you know, like I'm just not, I'm not, I'll be, I'll call a spade a spade. I'm just not being consistent. I know it needs to be done, right? Like my, one of my goals is try to read 10 pages of a book every day. Like I have no excuse not to, but I just need, I just gotta get on my shit. No, yeah, what, exactly. How about you? You've done it before or do no, you No, yeah, I, I basically, I've, I used to do it a lot more. But like when I would be at my house, but I I meditate about fifteen twenty minutes a day in the sauna, like silent. I I, I do the same thing in the sauna. Some yeah. people bring their phone in the sauna. That's insanity to me. No, yeah, yeah. I'm in there with my eyes closed. Actually, yeah, I'm one of those guys. Two, 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 <laughs> two reasons I'm in there with my eyes closed. I just want to be in. I want to think. I want to Silence. meditation. You already know. And there's a lot of gay, not gay, naked men in there. <laughs> not gay. It's a lot of. Old men that don't give a it's fuck. It's always old men yeah, naked, right? Why is it always the, yo? Are we young people? Like that? Can, it's possible. Like yo, just letting it's it hang. Very possible. Like you just don't give a fuck. It's I can see it happening. But it's like, terrifying. You never see the young guys doing it. No, always yeah, it's the always guys. the old dudes. They don't if I end fuck. up like that, just put me out to the like the pasture. Yo, but that's it, crazy. I don't get it. <laughs> that's but, a whole but, other conversation, bro. But if you think about it, the young guys are no, 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 no. The old guys are more free and relaxed. At what age do you think that you just say, fuck this shit, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm I'll hanging s- balls to my knees. Like, saying <laughs> what I around. want. Like, bro, think about, fuck like, bro, if you think about it. Honestly, like, because I, 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 I would like to be healthy for as long as possible. My course. goal in life is to hit 107. I'm putting it in the universe. I want to okay. hit 107 years old. Okay. So I think my letting my knucks hang would probably start at, 90? 90? Yeah. I feel like see, I feel like it depends on where you're at in life. I want to be a young buck till 89. Yeah. <laughs> 90, I can start hanging, you know. 60? 
Maybe. I, like, I think about I think this retirement way. age. Yeah, but I think about it this way. Like 67 now, I think. I don't know. I think it also <laughs> depends on just where you are monetarily. I think that does make a difference. Nah, what well, do you no, mean? I'm talking about like, not, I'm talking about like where, where you could give a fuck less. You know, like, look, yo, are we look still at, talking about the gym being naked or what? I don't know what we're talking <laughs> about. I hope, I hope by the time I'm like, 65. I look at Dave Portnoy. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. You yeah. know, that man don't give a shit. Like, yeah. he let his nut hang and nuts hang and he's in his 40s. Yeah, you know, so I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It like, depends, I think, where you at. Like, I, I just feel hope like by the like, time that age, I just I have my own gym. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> I never want to go to a public gym so, ever again. Yeah. Like, so you're yeah. never gonna, gonna be okay a state with state of the art gym. Nah, yeah. saunas, everything, showers, <laughs> 30, 30 saunas, eighteen showers, <laughs> one treadmill, <laughs> Olympic size pool <laughs> with one treadmill. <laughs> Huge room, one treadmill with a spotlight on it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the Rocky theme songs. Oh, oh my god! Sick. But no, like think about uh, what I'm what I'm saying though is think about what your podcast is like now, right? Yeah. All right. You're, you said what? You're 36. Yeah. Okay. Imagine what you're gonna be saying at 55. Oh man. You ain't gonna give a sh- if your life is where you want it to be and you're chilling. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know your kid. You you'll probably be a grandpa like chilling. You know your daughter's doing her thing. You ain't gonna give a fuck. You're going to have like your grandkids going, Grandpa, I heard what you said in your podcast, and I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Like, cause you, I feel like there's a point where you just don't give a shit. Yeah. Just when is that moment? Yeah. Like, that's what I was saying. I think there's an age and a monetary, right? Because if think about the three of us sitting here right now. If you were worth $30 million, I was worth $30 million, he was worth $30 million, we'd be saying a lot of different things. Oh, of course. We wouldn't give a fuck. Because we'd be no, laughing yeah. a lot for no reason. The rich laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like no we talk about changes, you know? Because <laughs> like you know what? your pockets aren't going to be hurt. Oh, man. You know? I feel like that. I, that's just what I think, too. Like, there's a certain point where, like, you're like, damn. Like, that's why I bring up Dave Portnoy. Like, think about this guy. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> This man went viral on yeah. Twitter. Like, no filter. No filter. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I, I think it's also personality. Yeah. 100%. Right. So I think that's it. But yeah, we definitely went on a tangent about letting nuts hang. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good topic, man. It is. It's an interesting. O- old topic. guys have no problem. Young guys have a problem. Hanging nuts. Is when you stop giving a fuck. It does get crazy though. You stop giving a fuck and hang your nuts. Yeah, sometimes it's a little too much. And everybody comes to the gym to just like take crazy shits. Like there's always a stall out of order. Like you know, (laughs) that's crazy. Yo, it's like you you think people eat bad? Yeah, just go at home first. Like what the fuck? All right, this is the debate we need to know. So you truly think people wait? To go to the gym to take massive shit. Yo, I'm almost positive it happens. I don't think so. Yo, I think it's just people give less of a fuck. One and two, they put paper on the toilet seat, so it's extra paper going down. Why don't people flush? Why don't people flush it? I think it's that pre-workout. Why don't they flush? flush? Like, why is no? You notice that, right? There's always shit everywhere. Yo, no, there's always one stall that's just covered in shit. Always <laughs> yo, one. I, I wonder that too, because like sometimes any any public bathroom, it don't matter. You walk it's like, in. did you explode here? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, <laughs> yo, you notice that, right? That there's always one fucking stall that's just covered in shit, and like they didn't even try to flush it. Like, where the fuck do you come from? Like. Like, 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 yo, did you go touch? Did you go uh, hand the toe? And it's like there's <laughs> shit everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. It's like I'm in tears right now. Yeah, it's true, though. Yo, I I'm always never, think that every morning I get to the gym like five in the morning. I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck happened in here? Like, 
this early, five o'clock in the morning, and your asshole just exploded. That morning, like shit. an atomic bomb. Yeah, that morning I'm, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh my god. Yo, I just don't get it. It's have like, you ever had? You don't have a house to go with. Huh? <laughs> have you ever had someone talk about that on your podcast? About shitting <laughs> in the bathroom? No, 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 not the public bathroom. Uh, no, you no, just no. broke. Yo, you just made history. You just made bro. history. Yeah, 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 oh my god, what a topic. <laughs> but nah, yeah, the gym something else. Yeah, it is. Jim is different. What's the most exciting thing you guys ever did? Uh, when my son was born, that was probably the Ooh, most exciting moment of my life. When yeah. I when I started my business, nice. Yeah, that was like having a kid. Yeah, 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 <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's your baby, absolutely. Yeah. And I know, like you know, different stages of life when you get married, when you have your kid, you know, all those different things. But yeah, when I started my business, absolutely, that was nice. the most exciting moment of my life. Nice. I was like, holy fuck, I'm doing this. Yeah, that's awesome. And I gotta give another shout out to Tony and Michael. Wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, it's crazy fucking journey. But you gotta do it with the right people, bro. Uh, another corny cliche. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Oh my god. <laughs> All the corny ones are true. Facts. Hundred percent. Oh man. But I think I think it's only right. I gotta give a shout out to Hector. I know I know we might have brought him up. Let, let's let's talk about it. Let's Facts. talk about Hector and let's talk about what you guys had planned to do. Oh man. Sadly. So we'll give it the breakdown. We'll give it the breakdown. Yeah. So we um so we went into SnapStop to do a review, and when we walked in there, saw Hector. He was talking to uh, the owners, and you know, sh- just chit chatting. Nikki recognized them. He's like, "Yo, you're Hector the Connector. You're the dude that walked to Albany." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, like just shooting the shit, chopping it up." We go do the review, post it. Hector sees it, hits up Nikki. He's like, "Yo." I've been seeing what you guys are doing for Yonkers. Like, you're putting these places in Yonkers on the map. I would love to meet with you guys. And um, we were like, yeah, for sure. A week and a half before this, though, I remember saying to Nikki, I was like, yo, like, eventually, you know, we could turn this into, like, a bacon, egg, and cheese competition. (laughs) Yeah, we were thinking about it. Swear my words to God's ears. I said that in a text message. If I search it, I'll find it. All of a sudden, Hector goes, yo... I think it'd be great for you guys to host a bacon, egg, and cheese competition at Yonkers Riverfest. What? Boom. You know, I was I was crazy. So then he introduces us. He sets up a meeting. He pitches it to Jessica at the bid. And she loved it. Absolutely loved the idea. We met with her. Told her a little bit about us. What we're trying to do. It's all about small businesses. They were like, you're in. Right there and then. Me, Nikki, and Hector talking every day. Talking about like, all right, what are we going to name it? What's the logo going to look like? How are we going to market it? Who's going to be the competitors? Who are going to be the judges? Nikki and I, so like, Nikki can be hard to get in touch with. I've never talked to Nikki more in my life than because of snack time. (laughs) And we talk a lot. But like, we talk every day. Every day we're on the phone, what, two or three times a day? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's just part of it. We're also, you know, he's one of my best friends. So it's a little bit, you know, in that case, sometimes we just call her shit. No, yeah, just to shoot the shit. But anyway... We um we fucking start just putting this thing together, start doing the marketing. Nikki designed all the flyers. Everything came out fucking insane. We start looking for the best bacon, egg, and cheese, trying to find competitors. We put out the marketing, the first video, this thing. We 
I remember the conversation we had. We were like, oh, this thing might do all right. You know, maybe 2,000, 3,000 views. Nothing crazy. Some shares. Nah, yeah. We, we, our, shit, our post popped. Like, Fuck it. It popped. We, we were like probably Exploded. one of the most like anticipated events of the the River Fest mm-hmm. before it got canceled. Mm-hmm. This was going to be huge. This was oh going to put... It, it got canceled. It got canceled. Oh, yeah. Canceled. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. And it's not being rescheduled. Um, the rain fucked up everything, but... Yeah, we posted this thing. It's at fifty one thousand views right now. It's been shared, I think, over three thousand times. Yeah, it was like crazy. yo, and that's it, not even counting the Yonkers Ledger. They put out an article about us and the event, which yeah. has hundreds of thousands of views. Like everybody knew that this was happening. Yeah, you and know? then so the competitors, I'm gonna shout them out because they're top notch. You got Froggy Sandwiches. Okay, they got six locations. Five. Shout out Tony, the owner. Unbelievable, unbelievable breakfast sandwiches. Then you got obviously you got Delgado's and Pauly, you got Snap Stop and Mario, you got Bobo's Cafe, staple up in Northern Westchester, and then you got Toasty Sandwich Shop, which is a shop fire on Lockwood. On Lockwood. Fire. dope sandwiches. Yo, um, we we hand picked all these places. We didn't just go pick our the first five places. Like, yeah. We've tried like sixty bacon, egg, and cheeses. Before My we man, got to this. yeah, we ate a lot of bacon, egg, and cheeses. You know, so we we're still not, we're not, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not amateurs at this. We've literally judged them on. We have a huge criteria on how we judge these bacon, egg, and cheeses. It's not just how they taste. It's about the. It's about the stack. It's about the bread. It's about the cheese melt. It's about how the egg is cooked. It's about if there's too much salt and pepper. The ratio with the ketchup. You know, um, so you guys always order salt, pepper, ketchup. Always, yeah, always, always. Classic. Have to. I, I do salt. I mean, I do ketchup and pepper. No salt. Yeah, no salt. salt. That's take, fine. Yeah, yeah that's like fine salt. too. It's not not too much salt, yeah, but, we but the, the pepper we and the ketchup, I feel really. No, yeah. So it's because there's a lot of salt and ketchup. There's, there's a salt and everything, and the cheese and the bacon and and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so we tried I a lot need more salt, but I do like some peppers. But it's ketchup. everything. It's like it's even what type of bacon are you using? hundred percent. Right? How it's cooked. It got to be what pork type bacon. of egg? Like I love a runny egg. Right? 100%. Pork bacon. Yeah, okay. I, I like I love a runny egg. Beef, beef bacon ain't it? Oh, yeah. so you like like a fried egg? Yeah, 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 like a little yeah, bit yeah. of runny oak. Oh, like like yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so we have preference. But then we had judges. Shout out Christina from Westchester. Uh, Caruso from <laughs> Westchester. Yeah, Christiana. Christiana. <laughs> Christina. 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 Christiana. <laughs> Christiana Caruso from Westchester Mag, Westchester Blogger, Intoxicate, and Quay, who's you know a known cook here in Yonkers. He went viral on TikTok and Instagram. Does some dope at home dishes. But we were we were fired up. And we were going to help these businesses. It was all about helping small businesses. Like, there was... We're going to put a lot of eyes on these oh, businesses. Oh, man. And we it were... still did, even without the event oh. happening. So, it... that's important. Yeah. You want me to hit on you? Yeah, go, go ahead. Go all ahead. right, no, no, no. So, that's the thing. Everyone that was involved in the marketing saw business. So, the reason why we know this is because, like, we just were with the owner from Froggy's Tony. We did, went up and did the review. He's like, yeah, I've seen more people. Like, we've had an uptick in bacon, egg, and cheese orders and I gotta you know I gotta check my numbers but I'm I'm pretty sure we have uh snap stop they said they got their biggest, their biggest catering, catering order, order ever because of the marketing because we of doing. the marketing Delgado's uh, we posted the the um pastrami sandwich just on the week just on like Saturday by time Monday he I saw Paulie the owner he said that Pastrami sandwiches were on fire all weekend. <laughs> they were tagging us in videos on Instagram all weekend of one guy came in and ordered eight, eight. 
eight pastrami sandwiches. And his sons are now, I think Paulie's kids now are really trying to help and do the social media because, yo, Delgado is like, even though like people were commenting about where it's at, the fucking food is good, right? Like Snapstop has a, they, they do a poppy chop and cheese, it's not, uh, chopped cheese. It's not a, it's not like the Aki way, you know, it's, it's like the poppy, poppy ch- it's a poppy, poppy way. way. <laughs> Fire, like phenomenal sandwich, right? Like, and they, and these chefs, right? And the, these owners take so much pride in what they do. You go to Bobo's, I've never had something bad from there. Nah, yeah, yeah. Froggies, they do the the Dr. Raj. Oh, the Dr. Raj is crazy. God. It's a bacon, egg, and cheese with um, French, French toast, toast sticks. sticks on it and syrup. <laughs> Bro, it's a, it's a McGriddle on steroids. It's crazy. And then he's got the froggy. Ready for this? He's got the froggy, which is chicken cutlet, bacon, egg, and cheese, chicken cutlet, uh, 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 mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese bites. bites. And Chipotle, and Chipotle mayo. mayo, yeah, it's crazy, bro. That's insane. These places got some fire. They, they, and and we're just, you know, unfortunately, it's not happening. But that's how we met Hector, man. Hector, you know, we have some other things planned with Hector. He's really trying to give back and help out the community. So you know, Hector, the connector. Shout out to yeah, you, we're brother. still we're gonna have a lot of collabs with him. This yeah, we got the... some things cooking. He actually just texted us while we were sitting here, and he uh, he's got an order in that. Uh, that's we're gonna be helping out a lot of people, you know. Hopefully, you know, hundreds of people. So, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. We're gonna yeah. plan that for the holidays. It's all about impact, man. Yeah, we're trying to impact Westchester County, you know, and definitely grow it to spread even bigger. You know, the goal of snack time and the end run is we want to have a snack time foundation, you yep. know, where it generates money and grows. And one day, if there's a business that's in need, we can help them get out of the out of the yeah. hole that they're in. Yeah, like we want to be able to like seriously come in and this is not a loan you know this is like people who donate money to our snack time fund and we can go and someone hits us up tells us like we we will figure out something you inquire hey we're looking for money here's why this is what's going on tell us your story maybe even we go in and meet you and like interview and see what's good and you know you tell us you know we we, if we don't get eight grand we can't survive like we're not going to make it through the next three months and if we're able to give that to you you know without alone like this is donated making sure that the money like is going to the right cause and you're not just using it for you know to go out and like finance and put a down payment on the bmw but you're doing it right for your business and your employees and your family absolutely that's who we're gonna help no 100 percent. so even if the food is not good you would do this see like that's the thing because that's tough some businesses restaurants food businesses are one of the hardest ones to keep open so big competition so there's ones that are bad out there, but are you really going to help a, a failing business? They're failing. You're going to you're gonna gather people's money to help a failing business because they're not good at business or they don't know how to cook well or whatever the case is. You know, See, there's got to be criteria. Yeah, there's, there's devil's advocate, right? Yeah, there's there's, there's got to be balance. Absolutely. But you have to think about it too. Like there's a lot of businesses, right? So if you think about what I'm bringing up, again, what Dave Portnoy did during COVID, there's a lot of businesses out there that have phenomenal product but they don't have the money to hire a company like mine or or have someone come in and actually know how to do social media because social media isn't just posting and like, boom, it happens. No, there's leverage. There's understanding strategy, understanding the platforms, how to edit, how to do little intricate things on it to build more attention to your business, how to network, all those different things. So if for us, it's like, it's finding those businesses that are so like they have really good product. That's yeah. what it's all right. About. Because you know what? Like, look, at the end of the day, if you have a product that's not good and the market tells you it's not good and you're failing because your product is not good, 
that's a different conversation. Like, even if we give you $100,000, if you don't fix your product, it's not going to help. But there's a million, like, think about how, like, yo, you drive through Yonkers, Portchester, Nurshell, Mamaronek, Largemont, any place, anywhere, any town in Westchester, there's a small business out there that doesn't know how to market, doesn't know that, people don't even know that it's there. But they have something great. But they have something amazing. Yeah. And if you, and, and you can't have that be seen by the world unless other people know about it. So if we have that, look, it could be us coming in and giving them the money to help and then giving them, helping them with market. I don't know what it could be, but there are small businesses that need help. And if we can be that, you know, I guess saving grace, we'll be that saving grace, you know? Yeah. And it's, and, and then we're the type of people that every snack time we go, like I have people that personally reach out to me now asking me, Yo, what's a good deli? What's a good bodega? Of course. What's a good place to get? And we haven't done, <laughs> yeah. we did our first fine dining place in Manhattan, Patricia's. Did I say that right? Yeah, Patricia's. Okay, I said that right. Yeah. I just want to make sure. But like, that was our first fine dining. Every other place, bodegas, delis, yeah. some places that some people would not even go, you know? But we're there. We're helping out. That That's what it's all about, bro. That's what it's all about. That's what it all yeah. comes back to. 100%. It's all what it comes back to. Absolutely. As you guys get older, what has become more important and less important? More, uh, I'll take this right away. More important, absolutely, is my health and my relationships. That's become ten, like tenfold most important thing. Relationships I have with people, friends, family, loved ones, all that stuff, and my health. I like I, I pay attention like water intake. Thankfully, shout out to my girlfriend again. Shout out to Marlene again. Like she's huge in the health. And so she always pushes me, drink your water, eat your protein, get your nutrients and all these different things. So those are definitely the two most important things to me. And then what hasn't become important? Fucking partying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. It's it's like, like, bro, I'm at a point, like I'm 29 years old, but like I've gotten to the point where like, yeah, like look, I want to go out, have dinner with my friends, get some drinks, I'll have a good time. But like... There to me is absolutely nothing wrong with sitting at home on a Friday or Saturday night reading a book. Like I like I, like to me, it's like if I'm doing something that's getting me closer to where I want to be, whether that's an extra edit, extra text, extra email, whatever it may be, like that that's more important to me than partying. I I, I know a lot of people might say, oh, "Yo, you're young," you know, you know what though? Like I rather create the life that I want, and I have all the time to party. Facts. How old are you? Twenty nine. When did when did that shift happen? Like twenty from from partying to probably around uh, twenty five, twenty six. Like they, I was still going out, but then as I was like really trying to like, you know, better myself, I had a realization. Like two thousand, it was really two thousand eighteen. So what was that six years? Uh, five years ago. Five years. Five ago. years ago. Yeah, five yeah. years ago. So I was about twenty four. <clears throat> Big realization. They say at uh, 25 years old is when your brain stops developing. Mm. So that's usually when people yeah, turn off, that switch. stay in their ways. Yeah. Yeah. See, I believe it's in up some, to you to change. I yeah. believe in something, and I'll let Nikki take this. Um, I believe in something. You can become content in lifestyle, but you should never become content with your mind. And I'll say that again because I said I kind of fucked up. <laughs> you, you should never. So I live by you should never be. You can be content with your lifestyle but you should never be content with your mind and what i mean by that is that you can live a phenomenal life right beautiful children wife kids you know whatever it is but if you're okay with not 
expanding your knowledge, expanding your mind and learning and, and really harvesting things that you can use to give back to others, that to me I have a problem with. Growing. So, yeah, like true internal growth. Like I like you can live in you can have a nine to five, you can have a basic job, you can make good money, you have your benefits. But to me that be content with that, but be reading, be listening to people, be around the right people, like learn things that you can then give back to your children and those around you. Like this nice. this is this is what's the word? This is infinite, meaning like you you can't overpack your mind with knowledge. You can overpack your body with food and get really obese and get sick and die. But like you can read and listen to podcasts and be around the right people and this is never going to fill up and tell you and kind of have like an internal dialogue and say to you, hey, Fran, that's enough, man. I don't want any more knowledge. Nah, feed, feed. So if you're content with your mind, I don't believe in that. You always got to be expanding and growing. Talk about it. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, you, um, <laughs> as you get older, what has become more important or less important? Uh, so kind of similar with me. You know, my friends and family and uh, my business really are the most important things. You know, and then what became less important is hanging out, being out on the street, on the block, getting in trouble. You know, I spent my whole entire childhood, like, in and out of jail, you know. So just being a total away from that whole entire lifestyle, like, altogether, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's basically all it is, you know. I, I changed my ways probably when I was, like, 20, 21. You know, I started getting into, like, personal development and stuff. Actually, one of the biggest people who influenced me in my life was um shout out my boy john clash oh you saw the episode i did with him yeah that's my guy but he's he that's 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 like one of my brothers you know i know him a long time before before he was jay clash you know the inspirational guy i know john from when he was rapping a different person yeah yeah <laughs> but um he's the one who uh got me into like personal development stuff he put me on the right path to like the right books, the right material, being around the right people. And like, I do owe him a lot, like for what he did for me when I was younger, you know, cause it helped me a lot when I opened my own business, you know? So, but yeah, God put him in your life, bro. No, hundred percent. Like that's the truth. God puts blessings, right? You like, he put John in your life and said, are you going to listen or are you going to just go down the same route? And you listened and look where you're at. No, yeah, and that's why me and John like really like clicked a lot around that time is because I was such a I was very coachable, you know. Whatever, basically like whatever he would tell me to like read or watch or anything, I, I watched it that day. You know, like read a, read this book. It was read by like the next day because mm -hmm. I wanted the knowledge that he had. You know, it's you know like success leaves clues in life. You know, if you see somebody in life that you want what they have, you know try to follow their blueprint to get what they had, you know? So absolutely. Amen to that. 100%. Yeah. Amen to that. I, I heard something today. You, do you listen to Alex Ramosi? Oh, a little bit. All I right. just recently started watching his dive stuff. in, dive into the podcast. So he says something to that. He goes, he goes, I can like, it, it matters. Like you, you talk about what you've accomplished, right? You can only talk about what you've actually done in life. Meaning like he said, I could talk about making eight figures a month because I've done it. 
he goes, I can't talk about making nine figures because I haven't done it. So it goes to your point is that John was teaching Nikki everything that he's accomplished and teaching because he's lived it and like giving him knowledge like, hey, if you want to get here, these are the steps you have to take. Yeah. And you're either going to listen to that person and do what's required of you or you're going to try it on your own. Like I love like Nikki says that a lot. Like I love when he says success leaves clues. I've kind of like taken the saying from him and I've said it on podcasts because it's the truth. It's like if someone came into this room right now who did who does eight figures a month and says, hey, I'm going to give you this booklet. You follow this to the T. Every single thing in this, you're going to do eight figures a month, guaranteed two years from now. The dumb person would say, I'm going to try to do something on my own, meaning I'm going to not listen and try something else. The smart person is going to take what that person's giving them and implement it to the fullest extent because they've already created the blueprint. Like success leaves clues. So if someone comes to you and they can actually show you how to do something that they've done because that's their experience, I know I'm talking, I'm basically defining a mentor, but like if someone is willing to do that, why wouldn't you listen to them? Exactly. No, 100%. And that's a whole conversation about ego, right? If you want to get into, you know, you want, I don't know if you want to get like Freud up in here, but like, you know, you're talking about, you know, the id, the ego and the super ego, you know? So it's like people's egos are so like, we're, we all have ego. Like we're, every single person's egotistical in one way or another, but like not listening to people, that's your ego speaking because you think you know everything, you know, and you have to be able to admit, look, I think we all deal with it. We probably all think we know more than we do. My grandpa just said to me on his 83rd birthday, I was going to take a video of him. I was going to be like, pop, what do you want to tell the world? My grandfather. So like to give you a little background, so it's not coming from like left field. So like my mom's side, right? My mom was brilliant. Her EQ is off the charts, right? IQ, she, she'll tell you right now. She's like, I'm not reading the fucking book. But like her EQ and understanding people is off the charts. My great uncle, I'm not my great uncle. My uncle, her brother, Harvard med student, IQ off the charts. And then my Nana was the most brilliant woman, I've, brilliant person I've ever met. Her IQ was literally like insane and she was social. Like there wasn't, she didn't lose that part. And then my grandfather is brilliant. And he says to me, he was a teacher in New York City for 32 years, and he says to me, he goes, what would I want, like what I would want to tell people is that the more knowledge, the more things you learn, the more you realize you don't know anything. I was like, that's going to be over a lot of people's heads, Bob, but it's the truth. The more you know, the more you don't know. They say people, the, the smartest people are the most unhappy. It's <laughs> a fact. Mm-hmm. ignorance is bliss yeah man (laughs) no ignorance is bliss is something to live by especially when you're gonna open a business and stuff me and my wife we always talk about like the best times were when we didn't know anything like our first like year when we were just just sprinting for the for the Mm -hmm. finish line you know like trying everything trial and error is this gonna work is this gonna work this doesn't work double down on this double down on that just like figuring it out you don't know the ups you don't know the downs you experience everything for the first time i missed that like because that's that when itch. you're working your hardest you know like yeah you know you're just excited you know excite excitement is fueling you is fueling the engine and you're just charging away and uh it's nice you know it's a nice feeling i'm i have like a similar feeling to that right now with the with the new business that we're opening right now 
But um, yeah, you know, and also with the success leaves clues, that's like another thing that you could apply to other things in your life, in, in business than just your life, you know, like for like small business owners and stuff, you know, like you, if you see a major company doing something, that means you should be doing it too. You know, if a multi-billion dollar company like Macy's is already like marketing Christmas, like right now, and it's not even close to December, that means that like you should probably be doing the same thing. Like, ah, uh, yeah, you know, like, so it's like a, a lot, a lot of that could be applied for things like that, you know? So, but other than that, yeah. All yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. One more question. All right. What are your overall life goals? And I mean everything. Damn. Overall life goals, like every single bit? Like marriage, kids, house, career, oh. everything. So for myself, I want I want to be married. I want two children. One of them's got to be a boy because automatically his name is Francis. I'm the third. So Francis Anthony Joseph Volpe, the third. He would be the fourth. So that's definitely one of my goals. Um... But man, I guess like my my real main goal is just uh, like living the living my life by design. You know, I, I want to. To me, it's not necessarily it's not luxury. You know, I don't need the crazy, crazy expensive car. Are those things nice? Absolutely. You know, there's a, it's an experience in itself. But like my main goal is just to be doing things that I love. You know, I love podcasts. I love doing what we're doing right now. I love, you know, helping small businesses. I help. I love marketing. Absolutely love it. I, I like. I adore it. I'm obsessed with it. Like, how can we, you know, help this client and help this person become more known to make more money and have more notoriety and credibility? And then, you know, just being able to say like, we help do that. You know, um, but overall, yeah, I think my main goal is just like, you know, I, I have like tangible things too you know it's like travel the world i want to see different cultures there's things like that but really for me it's just i want to be able to live my life by my design that's my main goal the life i want not what anybody else wants my life because it's my life it's no one else's so like that is my goal freedom just goes back to freedom bro time freedom that's basically what I want too, you know. Time freedom. I never want to have to wake up and ask somebody for permission to like do something with my kid. You know, I want to be able to freely pick my son up or my daughter, you know, in the future um, from school, go to all the events, all the sports events, never have to ask permission to go to them or time off and stuff like that. You know, I definitely want um, passive income. You know, I definitely want to be able to generate um a business that could make money whether I'm awake or whether whether I'm sleeping things like that you know uh you know those are just like financial goals you know but life goals is you know like I always want to live a healthy life you know I always want to be there for like my wife my son um I do want another kid you know I want two kids too I want a daughter <laughs> but um <clears throat> if I have a son no, I'll still be happy but um yeah I just want to just be uh a legend you know like that's really what it comes down to i want to live a legendary life i want to be iconic forever you know 
Literally, <laughs> everything just leads back to our names of our businesses. Bro. Ew, I just want like to it really goes forever. to show you like how ingrained we are. Yeah. That's awesome. It really is, man. It's it's been it's been a fucking wild ride. It really has. Facts. Um, wouldn't change a thing though. Awesome. Wouldn't change a thing. If you have any advice to give or just tell people how to find you. Um, I guess piece of advice. I always like giving advice. You know what they say though, most people that give advice don't take their own advice. We're all good at giving it. Not good at uh but not using it ourselves. Um main piece of advice is to anybody, take the risk. Like if you have a passion, if you have a goal, if you've always wanted to start a business, if you want to be a professional video gamer, like whatever it is that you want to do, go after it. Especially now with social media and the ability to broadcast yourself to millions, there there is no better time to go after what it is that you want. So I would say take the risk. If people are doubting you, let them doubt you. Use it as fuel. You know, you're you're you can't make everybody happy. It's your life. And I, like I said, live it by your design. Um, but to find me, I am at Francis Volpe, F-R-A-N-C-I-S-V-O-L-P-E on every single platform. So if you go on you know, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that great stuff, YouTube, that is my handle. So you should be able to find me. Yep. And uh, a little piece of advice from me is... Um Work hard, you know, outwork the competition. Hard work beats talent 100% of the time. You know, you don't have to be the best at what you do, but if you work the hardest at what you do, you're going to win every single time with that, you know. And you can find me on Instagram at Living Like Smalls. My personal page is NikkiSmalls.tv. My businesses are at Iconic Lash Lounge and at Iconic Beauty Suites. Check us out. amazing episode so many gems thank you very much for joining me talks about it with fran jazz peace and love peace y'all and thank you for having us brother yeah thank you really appreciate this was i could have fucking spoke for another four hours i know this could keep going yeah (laughs) it's it's like dangerous how like you could turn this into like eight parts yeah it's crazy